Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's up, everyone? This is Sebe. Just got a few things to say before we get into the actual cast segment. In the next couple weeks, there will be a brand new intro jingle for all future episodes. Also, if you've been enjoying the podcast and want to support it, you can now subscribe directly through YouTube membership or on Patreon for just $2, $5, or $10 a month. Every pledge is greatly appreciated and helps me continue to do what I love. Links are found in the description. Thank you, and now here's my conversation with King Condor. All right, welcome to the Save Cast number 138 with King Condor. King Condor, how are we doing this? It is so early for you right now. Is this like your normal waking hours? Um, no, I'm normally, I'm on demon hours. I, I pretty much live on American time. It's 1.42 a.m. for me right now. But <laughs> yeah, this is normal. Okay, yeah. Well, so how, <laughs> how long has it been since you've been on those demon hours? <laughs> um well like how long i've been yeah like how, down at these yeah yeah how long like uh how, like how many years at this point is it years uh, at, i want to say yeah, <laughs> yeah two, two and a half years but it, it's been really bad the past like eight months because i used to do like streams so i'll, I'll stream for like the americans at the start of the week then stream for the aussies at the end of the week mm. um and then i just thought fuck that i'd cut the aussies out and now i just stream american <laughs> hours a week because it's just easier to then like switching my schedule halfway through the week every week Man, okay, so I need to ask this as well because I've, I've been on those demon hours before, and yeah. uh, uh, but what what inevitably always happens for me is I start sleeping like twice, even sometimes three times a day. Like I'll have like little yeah. segments of sleep, like three hours here, three hours there, three hours yeah, there. I'll, I'll have a cheeky six hour nap like halfway through the day sometimes. <laughs> um, it's it, it's pretty bad. Oh, if I don't have my son, I am in full demon hours. So it's just it's yeah, it's really bad. Yeah, yeah, I know. I've I've been there. It's <clears throat> it's fun though. Like it's fun until I don't know. It's like those like nighttime hours, like those late night hours, and you're just like, God damn it! Like I 
don't feel normal. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it like sort of catches up with you eventually. Like I was on demon hours for about three years when I was streaming. Yeah. It just, it just like, you get to the point where I, I'll sit, I'll be like up at eight o'clock at night when I'll wake up and then I'll be like, did I just waste the whole day? Then I'm like, well, not really. Cause I don't have to like do anything. I'm just going to go play runescape and <laughs> like go live. So yeah, fuck it. Then I'll stay up till eight in the morning and go to bed. Like, unless I need to leave the house. And yeah. And yeah, still getting over that hump, but yeah, it's it's good at the same time. Well, that's that's good to hear. Um, how's uh? So you stream exclusively on YouTube, correct? Yes. Yeah. And did you used to stream on Twitch? Yeah, I um I started originally just doing like just YouTube videos, and then people wanted me to stream, so I started streaming on Twitch. Uh, I can't tell you what year, probably 2020 or something, I think I first started. I did that for about six months, and then I like stopped content creation just for like my... Sorry, I'm just drinking Pepsi, so I'm burping. I'm drinking um, Coke. So. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Wait, wait, wait. on the wait. edge of your table. Yeah, <laughs> at very edge, yep. yeah. It'll, it won't drop. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, yeah, so I, I started... I think I did Twitch for about six months, and then I took a break from creation because I had some like personal stuff I needed to sort out. Um, like moving house and uh, like relationships. So I was working overtime. Then I came back when I got my shit together and I did like YouTube and Twitch at the same time and Facebook, but that was a, a mistake. And I just found YouTube was more like engaging at that time. And I had the channel memberships and they were really popping off. And I just, the, the reception was a lot nicer. So I decided to just kind of keep doing YouTube and then when i got to the point that i could go full time i kind of just said fuck it we'll do youtube like it was growing at a good rate and it was affecting my youtube channel really positively as well and twitch was kind of just uh stagnant mm. um so i just yeah I, I knew it was a bit of a risk because not many people do youtube streaming especially full time especially in the runescape uh, community so it's kind of like a like you become the black sheep of that that sort of um that that corner of the the streaming industry but i thought fuck it i'll uh bite the pillow and, and see what happens and honestly it's turned out like more more than more than great to be honest I, i'm i'm overwhelmed with the results over the past i've been full-time for two and a half years now now i think hell yeah doing just full-time youtube streaming and yet it's been fucking it's been great man that's really cool and it is kind of a shame that it, it, the community really does perceive it that way i think i think the tides are changing a, a slight bit where it comes yep. to like YouTube streamers, but yeah, there was there was a time where like if you streamed on YouTube, it was either like you're banned from every other platform or like yep. you're just yeah, it was like, like what, what the are fuck you doing? are you doing? <laughs> yeah, uh, I, was, I was just like, yeah, I I I'm thinking. I always try to think bigger picture, and when I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to not get a fucking job tomorrow. Basically, I want to stay alive for as long, <laughs> like stay a content creator as long as I can. And yeah. I just thought, why not do YouTube and just see how it goes and yeah it's paid off and they have like they have their their pros and cons from twitch of course um and i think youtube's gotten better over the years it's just i wish they would move quicker with their live streaming stuff um but yeah for sure yeah the, the, it I, seems, I enjoy the creative freedom like okay well. so i will say you're one of the mm -hmm. only people i'm subscribed to on youtube that even goes live so oh yeah if you're live i Thank mean you. it's just like you're the only like it just it will always put you at the top of the list that you're live so yep. there is something yep. to be said for that especially like in the osrs community like if you're f who else in the youtube section 
streams that surround like your level or higher? Like, is there anybody um, like, significant? Kales, Kales does it quite a bit. I think he might even do it full time as well. I'm not sure. Um, but he, he does uh, quite a bit of YouTube streaming and 25 Buttholes does it a fair bit as well. Oh, yeah. So I thought both of them guys doing it. Yeah. I used uh, yeah, I, I, this is absolutely nothing against 25 buttholes, but uh, there, I think there was like some video that came out and I just unsubscribed at some point. I was just like, <laughs> I can't, I, I just can't anymore. But I was subscribed to him for quite a few, uh, quite a bit. And yeah, he, uh, he that, you know, that, that happens. Some, yeah. you know, creators, that's the, that's the risk and that's the risk you take being online in that space. So yeah, no, for sure. And people, I mean, I'm, Trust me, I have last month actually in like September when I uploaded that the, my hot takes. <laughs> there was a yep. there was a what, like a one day actually it was like over the span of two days where I literally lost like fifty subscribers and I could see yep. it. <laughs> like yeah, okay. yeah yeah when you see that happening like oh fuck yeah but, but it, it bounces yeah. back pretty much quickly yeah it, it really does. Away, in fact, it's it's one of those things where it's like they pro they probably weren't you know meant to be yeah, my not really anyway. yeah yeah yeah, not yeah exactly those subs yeah that's it yeah and and sometimes i'm a little bit cautious about like what i'm uploading because when i see another creator that i'm sub to start just uploading a bunch of random shit yeah. i will generally just unsubscribe like i'm just like okay like this you're flooding my inbox basically yeah so and um, it's really nothing against their content or them as a person it's just like there's too much that i'm just not interested in yeah, it's just me uploading fucking like five videos a week, and it's just me ripping shit from my stream. Like I, I, I'm a very lazy content creator. I don't put any effort into my videos. You, I you haven't really both. ever like. You I don't. Both. Yeah, fuck writing a script. Fuck like caring about <laughs> half of the content that's in there. It's very lazy editing. Um, Listen, and like, yeah, th there is there is a niche that I think both you and me fill, and some others. Where it's just like the talking game. It's just like yep. talk and just shoot the shit. Like have a good time. And it's not yep. like you're you're not trying to create anything artistic or anything. It's just like I just want to talk about the game and play the game and just yep. have a good time with the boys. Yeah, no, I agree. That that's important. And I think there needs to be creators like that. And so, you know, I, this is a little bit of a, like a coping mechanism for me because I really don't, I put very little yeah. effort into my stuff. Like I try. I definitely try and there's some videos yeah. that like I will put some effort into it but like the videos I put effort into it never pay dividends yeah, it's just like all flat. Yeah, it's this, not worth it like I, I had one video where I spent literally a hundred hours doing hard clues and I would record every single hard clue step there was in the game oh, and I that. went super super in depth because I was like okay this is gonna be like a great resource you know for people that and people were like begging for it, like oh like I can't wait for this yeah uploaded it within like the first week it had like five thousand views <laughs> and then like yeah, then it just capped like, i'm like yeah. okay like, oh, cool worth it yeah so yeah i i think it's not worth it like to be honest uh, this might be a bit of a hot take but i don't think it's um I, i've paid for I, I do almost all my thumbnails myself i've paid for thumbnails and artwork at like um animations in the past mm. and this is no like discredit to the artists in the runescape community especially it's not their work that's shit I just don't think it's worth, personally for me, it's not worth investing money into that because it, it doesn't seem to make that much of a difference on my videos. Like, I could well, have a really good thumbnail or I could just make something shitty in Photoshop and it's really just the, the title 
is really the the thing that gets you gets people clicking more and then the like the controversy behind it, obviously related to what i upload but I, I just don't think paying for thumbnails is worth it half the time i just got a template and i just copy paste shit it's just way easier yeah i'm i'm the same i i do my own mm. thumbnails and i mean you're also <laughs> i mean it's like spray paint it's like putting like gold over a piece of shit i mean it's not like yeah, to like you know <laughs> That's it. You're just polishing turds, dude. <laughs> so you might as well just that's have it. like it all budget, because then it seems like oh, yeah. this is all relatively, you know, just like the budget format. That's yeah. It. If, if I had some fucking like settled thumbnails, and then it's just me rambling about some shit, like okay, this is just such a waste. Yeah. Well, a good example I use is Bodie. I think Bodie does it right. And if people ask me like, or oh, if they want tips on things, I'll pull, I'll pull up his channel now just so I can confirm. Mm -hmm. I think Bodie is the perfect example of someone who just does fuck all on YouTube <laughs> yep. and just wins. Like, his thumbnail, it, it's fucking thumbnails are just pictures of the Grand Exchange. And that's, and his editing, it, like, his editing's lazy as shit. Like, it's, yeah. I think there was one video where his, it was, like, completely backwards. And that's all you need to do. That's was, not even yeah. bad. That's not a problem. That's how you win, man. Like, just, why put all this effort and time and money into a video when you just upload, just smash it together, Make it watchable. Keep like you know, you're, if you're gonna voiceover, have the enthusiasm or whatever, and just fucking send it. Like it, it just works so well yeah. that it's just not worth it in, uh, uploading high high end content half the time, in my opinion. I think obviously it varies. Some people do make it with that. Like it's a, it doesn't work for everyone. But I think it for the most uh, for the most part, it's just not worth it. I think for a lot of people. Yeah, there's definitely two sides. And I will say, like, it's nice having Bodie on the team ramble side, like, just, like, make whatever. Yeah. Because then it, like, kind of, uh, I don't know, validates us a little bit more. Yeah, So absolutely. But, yeah, shout out to Bodie because, like, you, you'll you see his thumbnail. And it's just, like, a literal <laughs> screenshot of, like, what he did in the video. And <laughs> you know it's going to be a banger video. It's just like, okay, like, this yeah. is... This is you know not, he's getting shit done. Yeah, exactly. So that's... <laughs> and, and I will say as well, it's nice building from scratch something that you know you're not gonna have to like years down the line be like oh my god i gotta upkeep this i always bring up the example yep. of uh caveman only he basically burnt out so hard out of creating youtube videos because he would put so much effort into his early ones like mm -hmm. so much time so much effort so much perfection and then when he stopped doing that like his viewers noticed like the you know the decline in the just time yep. he would put into it. And so he was like losing in his mind. I don't know if it was actually happening, but like in his mind, he's like, I have way too much pressure to upkeep this kind of quality. And you I don't want to do it. And it's like people get pissed if you lose the standard, but it's not worth putting that much effort into the yeah. video. Because the other thing is if, you, if you've got like a 12 minute video in a series like that, it's likely that you've got like two hours plus of footage that you're just at least that you're shifting through probably even more. Just like you're trying to find mm -hmm. the right content to clip together. It's just there. I tried doing that. The amount of times I've tried doing a series, I um, I tried to do like a, I think a Shattered Relics series, a Trailblazer series. I tried doing the Hardcore Group Iron Man series. I tried doing my current Hardcore I'm playing. I did a series on that. I got to episode 20 and I've just gone, I can't be fucked. I'm, I'm going to try to revamp it again in another way. I'm like, it's just, I can't be bothered, man. It's yeah. Just, it, yeah, I'd rather play the game and stream it. So it's some people can do it though. I just don't have that that sort of 
motive. And I, d I also don't feel like I need a series to stay relevant with my content as well. So, because um, I like, again, this is no shade to people that do YouTube series, but I feel like a lot of people have a niche where, like, you have a a snowflake series and that's your YouTube channel. And if you try to just do something on your main or you try to do something that's different to that series, it just doesn't bring the same audience and that can be demotivating. And that's just like, that's the way that the cookie crumbles uh, for some people, unfortunately. So it feels good to be able to um, make whatever content I want. Like I'll do a tier list weekly where I just ramble off shit and people don't agree with half the, the tier list, but they still come and watch them because well, they want to see what dumb shit I say, basically. Yep. So... Yeah, I think it really helps. Yeah, it, it would be a little bit different if my passion was like video production or like I yep. love editing. Because like you see people like Settled and Jimmy and yeah, like those guys. Yeah. And like they are creating art and they love mm -hmm. that. Like they don't, they, yep. if, if it, it wouldn't even have to be RuneScape. It just happened to be RuneScape that they were kind of passionate in the beginning. But mm -hmm. like they are just demons when it comes to just production. Like they want to create something beautiful and it yep. works for them because now, I mean, dude settled uploads like once a month or two and yep. he'll get a banger sponsorship that pays him, you know, five figures mm -hmm. and he just like, okay, like he's good. So he can, he can afford to do it once a month, you know? And, and yeah. And then the time and the talent, you know, exactly. And, but, it, but it didn't start like that. Like he had to put no. in the hours, not getting, as much money but now he's at like just like the most cush position ever where yeah you literally just upload like six times a year and you're, and yep. you're good and you're fucking sweet just people are gonna come and he even gets on the youtube trending page which is just that's that's nuts especially for runescape that's that's, that's crazy something. only he can do that yeah, yeah. and then you got the per this is the guy with the perfect balance of both solo mission he puts in yeah just mm -hmm. significantly less effort than Settle yeah. or Jimmy or any of those guys. Like it, it, yeah. it, it is. It feels very reminiscent to a Bodhi video. Yeah. But he's mastered it. Where I, I don't know. There's just something hype about a solo mission video dropping. Yeah. So I mean now, the montages that he has in these videos, like that's yeah. probably the main part. And they, and he's got that down easy. Like you just record it once, you set it up, and then you just put it in all your videos, and then you're sweet. Like yeah, he's it's, yeah he's, he's, he's going. And and he gets a sponsorship every video. Like he yep. he literally told me like he will not even upload unless he gets a sponsorship. And now he's just created yeah. a separate channel where he does like kind of ramble esque shit because he doesn't yep. want to make his other channel look uh, bad. But Bodhi does the opposite. Bodhi every single thing that Bodhi's ever uploaded he just uploads it on one channel, and it doesn't seem to have negatively yeah. affected him at all. So yeah, that's what I decided to do as well. My mate was telling me I should make a second channel. Um, mm -hmm to spit my content up but i was like nah fuck that that means i gotta build it again and like convince people to come over i just if i'm live streaming on the channel anyway so it's probably different because i do that but i figured just having one channel is probably the best way to do it these days because you can partition your channel now if you go to your your channel you can categorize it all if you needed to mm -hmm. and put everything in playlists so i, I decided to I, I had a second channel very briefly but i just was like nah fuck that Yes. You just put too much effort into one anyway. Exactly. And second channels mainly are for those looking for sponsorships. At least that's what Solo yeah. Mission was telling me. Yeah. Uh, he's like, if he were to upload just random stuff, it just affects how the sponsorships see him. Yeah. It's like, okay. look at your analytics won't look as strong. Exactly. With weaker videos. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> well, cool. Um, so what is, how do you 
what do you do on RuneScape? Like, what do you enjoy about the game? What have you been up to? Uh, Let's hear it. Um, good question. I've recently started my first, well, my first serious hardcore Iron Man. I started, uh, I want to say, three months ago. Um, no one thought that I would even survive like 1200 total level. I'm sitting at 1811, so I'm pretty happy with it. Um, but I used to, up, up until this point, I played Group Iron Man on the day of release. Like we, we planned for it like a year in advance for Group Iron when it came out, me and the four guys I'm with. And that was my first proper Iron Man experience outside of uh, leagues. So I was always playing mains, just raiding and doing like end game content. And as soon as I picked up the Iron Man, the Group Iron, it just like, I was always team fuck Iron Man. I kind of still am sometimes when I see them talk in game, but yeah. Soon, like as soon as I started playing the game and I got sucked into it, I my main I I I I PK my main if I want to and I hold money on it and that's about it. Like I don't have any time for that account. It's just it's changed my life. So I've I've become an, an Iron Man guy for sure, and that's all I've been doing, man. I just play Iron Man, I progress to end game, and then go live. <laughs> that's about it. Like I don't do anything special to be honest. It's just raiding, lots of raiding. That's cool. When I can, what, at least. Yeah. What's the goal with raiding right now? Like, what are you hunting for? Um, on the gim, um, we're looking for a shadow. It's the only mega rare we don't have at the moment. Mm. Um, and we're definitely due, and we're like four purples um, overdue a shadow, I think now. Okay. Um, but for the hardcore, I'm preparing. So I've, I've got a subathon I'm doing. I'm starting this weekend, and if we get to day nine, I'm doing hardcore tob. Oh, sorry. Yeah, taking the hardcore to tob. Sorry. So. I need to, I'm trying to get a whip before then. I've just hit 80 slow. I'm about to hit 81. So I'm trying to get a whip before then at least. And I mean, if I'm super sweaty, I could probably push to a trident, but that new set has really changed the game for me. Otherwise, just Chambers of Zarek and hoping I can pull Ancestral and the Tebow because I've got an Elder Maul and that's about it. So yeah, it's just, it's a lot of bashing my head against the wall for drops now, just relying on RNG and not dying in the process. Damn, good luck and good yeah. luck. Have yeah. you have you done these like long subathons before? Uh, I've done one where it was capped to a week at the start of the year. Okay. Um, and like during it, I hated. It. I wanted to fucking kill myself. That was <laughs> it. Was just so. It's painful waking up and <laughs> yeah, just everyone. You're like your the clock got down to like ten seconds, and we all agreed not to extend the clock. Oh, and then no. my friend got a Snapchat from someone in the chat. And then came and, but he didn't know we were agreeing not to donate. Yeah. And then he threw like a hundred bucks down, and I was like, "Are you serious?" And it lasted another two days, and it was just like, <laughs> "Why?" Um, I mean, I mean, you know, oh yeah, you're crying, you get money for it or whatever, but it, it, it's it's no, painful it's bad. doing. Yeah. It yeah. fucking sucks. But then as soon as it ended, I was like, "Yeah, I could do that again for sure." Um, so this one's uncapped this time. Um, Jesus Christ! I kind of planned it a little bit better, and. Um, Hopefully it goes uh, at, at least at least a week. That'll be good. Um, it'll just be people seem really hyped for it. So yeah, I'm, I'm really really keen for that. But otherwise, I normally do like a 24 hour stream once a month to try and like uh, let those that can't see my streams because they can't make it. A lot of people complain that they can't make it, but uh, they they try to watch the the videos after. I just try to do a 24 hour stream once a month so that they can come to the stream at least and say hi. So. Um, yeah, I'm I'm used to just staying up late and sitting in the chair for far too long, but so I, I'm not mentally prepared for this one. So I'm assuming yeah. you're not going to TwitchCon, correct? Like you're planning? No, this. no. Okay. No, no. Jesus, I man, uncapped. Yeah. You got to be careful with that because yeah. 
Yeah, those I've never done an uncapped. I've done a twenty-seven and a half hour just stream straight. Yep. Where yep. I was just killing Corp the whole entire time. And <laughs> yeah, it was it was not a good time. Like by the end, like yeah, people that were donating, I I like I literally started like holding grudges. I was like, stop. Yeah. Like just fucking I, It was stop. just like it was if they donated, it was like a fuck you. And then they're like, <laughs> oh, funny, do it again. I'm like, no. It's like <laughs> It's yeah. not fun. I, I hate it. It's yeah. funny how that works. I know it sounds like such like uh, people listening are going to think we're such fucking pussies. But like <laughs> when you're when you're in that state of just tired and just like I just want to yeah. fucking lay on my bed for three hours and not just just it's an endurance test, man. It really yeah. is. The The other one is when people like like during a subathon, if you're going over 24 hours, I did I did a 72 hour stream once actually where I almost didn't sleep and I was at the like 65, 67 hour mark. And I was like, I, I was fucked on stream. I could not do anything. So I was like, I'm going to have a quick nap. I laid down for two hours. Worst mistake of my life because being awake for that long. And then you only sleep for two hours. I woke up and I was even worse, but I, I I stayed up for the last like four hours or something. And then like my sleep schedule was just fucked. And then people during the subathon are like, are you really going to sleep during the subathon? That's pussy shit. Like, can't, have you ever tried? Have you tried staying away for seven days straight? Like, no, that's the point. Like, it's it's not like it is just not doable, man. Yeah. It's not smart. That, I'm trying to think of like yourself. like the those those classics of um, Mr. No Sleep and Alfie doing those like 100 oh, hour God. sessions. Like, Mr. Yeah. No Sleep was hallucinating. I mean, he was just like out yeah, of his will. mind. Yeah, yeah. you you won't be making any sense. Over. You'll just be talking like to yourself, and the chat's just like. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> that shit's like that can cause permanent brain damage. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the, you can uh, you can get really sick from it. Okay, there was like some random article or something that I saw on like a YouTube short or something I read on Twitter. Some guy that like hasn't slept in like multiple years. Some guy from like a different country, like some. It's like, I want to say like. I don't know, somewhere in like Japan or something. Like some guy like yeah. that just doesn't sleep. I'm like, that's not real, right? I, it can't be. Like you just you'd get fucked. Is he micro? Your body would just shut down. Would it yeah, it's got to be napping or something. Yeah, so that was really confusing. Like I, I'm like just thinking like, is it possible that there's an anomaly, an anomaly of like just you're not sleeping, but your body has somehow adapted to just kind of sleeping while you're awake in a sense. I don't know what it is, but if somebody listening is on YouTube comments right now and you have any info on that, I'm very curious because I thought if you didn't sleep for like five days, you're like actually going to die. Yeah, it's probably like not counting deep sleep or something, but it's, uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure you you. you can't go a week i don't think that's physically possible yeah. oh is it a, uh, oh actually no i i, I think that. i've i think i've heard of somebody going like yeah like 200 hours or something like the world record of not sleeping just something the stupid. longest recorded time without sleep is 264 hours or 11 that <sighs> fuck that dude oh jesus the, dude. the worst part is too is just when you like you'll sleep for like 12 hours and you're like sweet 12 hours of sleep you'll wake up and then within the hour you're like you need to go back to bed like you just can't stay awake your body's just like shit not not enough gotta go again and it's just oh my god yeah it's uncomfortable the catch-up of trying to just Mm -hmm. catch up on the sleep has got to be miserable i mean you got to feel sick i want to 
I even had Alfie on the cast. I should have talked to him about that. I don't think I ever addressed that. Like, just how did it feel after a hundred goddamn hours? I think he did the hun- the full yeah. hundred, right, or something. I, I'm not entirely sure, yeah, but just... he sounds like the sort of guy that would do that at least. Okay, are they on drugs when they do that? Like, do you to stay up for four days? I mean, you've got to have taken yeah. something. Right? I think just I think just staying awake is the drug, right? Eventually, <laughs> but I, I, I don't know. I I never did anything myself on the seventy two hour stream. Yeah. I just kept my eyes open, drank Pepsi Max, and to me, it was it was just a mental thing. I was like, nah, I've got this. Stay Jesus, awake. And dude, then it just, yeah, it just fucks me, man. After twenty seven after those twenty seven hours, I did. I was so fucked. I had drinking yeah. like three. I feel like drinking caffeine actually makes it way worse because I yeah, drank three does. monsters and I felt like hell. Yeah, and it, but it's just your heart rate. It's just fucking increasing. You're sitting there like, this didn't help. Everything just hurts more. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there's sometimes like you just need it. Like you you almost, it's like a placebo mm. almost. Like if I drink yeah. this caffeine somehow, I'll just accept it as a boost. Yeah, Jesus. Um, Cool. So uh, lately, uh, you know, I just recently subscribed to your channel and I've um, obviously wanted to have you on the cast just to talk about things going on in the game and i've Jeez. i appreciate the the couple videos you've had of uh shouting out my content i appreciate it no, low key cool. it's it's cool I, I appreciate you not getting uh shitty with me over and I, I know i haven't agreed with every take you've had in there but some people just like spit the dummy um and i, I think i i respect that you're that yeah you you fucking hit me up and was like come on the podcast I'm like hell yeah let's uh let's do it yeah, no, it's it, it's refreshing. I will say, it's refreshing listening to your content because one, like we disagree on so many things, but mm. while you're watching like my video and uh, you know just reacting to it, it it doesn't feel like there's anything beyond the surface level of just like the games take like my takes on the game. It's not like you're there's no personal attacks, there's no anything like yeah. that, and so it, I was pleasantly surprised and it, it you know it's just like okay this is cool like we could probably actually talk and just have a a reasonable chat about stuff yeah so that's cool that's that's the that's how you got to do it to be honest like you i know my my delivery and a lot of shit i say is very um it, it can be very like daunting mostly because of just the the attitude that i have when i talk and obviously like the the profanity and all that so people do feel like they're being attacked but it's really just Maybe I'm just shit with people. I don't know, but yeah, it's it's all just like it's. I, I try to keep it as professional as possible. Um, I, I try not to make things personal or, or or take things personally because, um, it's it's all about the content at the end of the day. Like that's my main goal is to just keep making content people want to watch. And if it's a hot topic to talk about, then yeah, like Odoblock did a video. He uploaded a video like two hours ago. Yeah, I just I just watched stream. it actually. Yeah, he mentioned me in it, and people came to the stream like, "Oh, Odoblock mentioned you." I was like, "Cool, that's free content for me. Let's react. Yeah. I'll upload it later." Cheers for the views. So like, yeah. let's actually talk about that because he was he was talking about the Adicon tweet that was originally posted saying. Yes. So Adicon, for those listening, made a tweet basically saying, "You know what? I'm actually not going to misquote him at all. So I'm going to just go to his Twitter and just make sure I'm getting mm-hmm. this right." So he said. There's so there's been so much discourse about skilling updates in forestry and mining over the last month, so let's add some more to it. 
every skill should have a about 20k XP per hour idle method. I don't see how this would harm the competitive uh, skillers or devalue 99s personally. And then, of course, it's 158,000 impressions. That's yeah, a that's lot. a lot. That yeah, it's lot. five times. <laughs> yeah. Um, so mm. it's funny how, like, you can literally just make a tweet. Like, if you're in that sphere, <laughs> you just post anything about, like, Duke mining or Scar Essence or just anything, yeah. and you just shoot up. Yeah, I had a few that were, like, mm. close to 100K. Um, yeah. So, obviously, you know, there's a lot of people that have problems with that and then there's a lot of people that are completely for it so you obviously made some tweets and i did see the ones on odoblock's video of you just saying like yeah it, it seems as though you fully agree but I yeah wanna... i actually yeah. reacted to his because he made a video on this tweet as well um and i've i've watched it on stream and i've got it uploaded i just haven't released it yet i was going to wait until later in the week um but yeah, I went through and, and reacted to basically him talking about it and the, the tweets he read out. And I I am, yeah, 100% in support of what he says. And I, I support the, the shooting stars um, and the, the changes they've made to it 100% personally. I, I, don't, I don't believe that skilling is being like devalued because, because of it. Like, mm -hmm. because it's a choice to, to, to do the skilling, right? Like, who cares if someone else is achieving the same goal or the, the same end goal as you at a slower rate that's afk especially with a skill like mining i don't feel like mining has like a whole lot of um variety in terms of like because people want big xp drops at the end of the day right right like casual players the majority of the player base i'd, I'd imagine uh, would feel better about mining if they got more xp like motherload mine for example probably would be more popular and less less of a problem for people if they were getting like double the XP rate, but you can't do that. Obviously that's just like not logical. So I, I just think having a, a, like if something isn't going to give you big XP, then having a low XP AFK method seems to be the acceptable alternative for a lot of players. And I mean, I love mining the shooting stars. I could, I could AFK that shit all day. The problem is, is if I AFK it all day, I don't do anything else in the account. So there's also that to consider <laughs> like people are worried. You're not doing it. Like you're just mining. It's yeah. like, yeah, these people are just mining for 20k an hour. They're not raiding now. They're not doing fishing. They're not doing Nightmare Zone. They're not doing their Slayer. So their account is now halted by a 20k XP an hour fucking shooting star method. Mm -hmm. That the, the problem with the Duke thing, on the other hand, was that that was being done while they're sleeping, right? So that was like you're adding now time that they're, they're playing because they're asleep and they're getting six hours of extra like XP gains. So it's not a lot of XP, but it's six extra hours a night that people wouldn't typically be getting. So I just figured the fact that shooting stars is cutting into your grind, that you're just replacing, like, people are replacing more XP that they'd be getting elsewhere with a, a pretty shitty method to, to train mining, to be honest. Like, shitty in terms of XP rates. Yeah, for sure. It's one of those things where, like, and, yeah, I'm in full agreement of Duke mining having been just way too busted. Like, Duke mining itself wasn't busted. It's people holding something on their space bar that's busted and being able yeah, to do it for Yeah, there was hours. no profit to come out of it at the end of the day, which, I mean, mining isn't super profitable anyway, but, like, there was absolutely zero profit. And <laughs> except that Ultimate Iron Man, they got PK, well, not PK, sorry, that fucking died there and lost four does, bill or whatever it was. <laughs> So what ex what actually happened there? Like, are you not able to reclaim your shit? 
I, I don't know. I, I've never played Ultimate Iron Man. I still never fully understand the death mechanics of that. But yeah. I'm assuming he had death piled somewhere. So dying inside Duke, um, he would have had 15 minutes, I think, or, or something to claim his stuff back. But because he was asleep, it despawned. I think that's what happened. Oh, shit. So on wrong. UIM, if lost. you don't go back in 15 minutes, does it not even go to death's coffer? Or death's office? I don't think so because they're holding it somewhere else, right? Oh, so because he... Why would you... Why would you do that, though? <laughs> like, why, why would you have gravestoned in the first place? I, I, I feel like you can hold all your stuff anyway. I I, I have no clue. I'm not sure how, how it works. I'm oh, pretty sure is... it was just his, his cat hit his mouse and that was it. So, like... You oh, know, that is... Put, put the fucking cat down at that point. I'm like, you... <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> it's a joke yeah yeah, just for those (laughs) listening um so uh yeah that's that's brutal like what would you do in that situation do you just quit Um, did did he rebuild uh, or what is he doing is there any info on what he chose to do no clue what he's doing he was front page ultimate iron man i think it was ranked 24 at the time um he was like going for 200 mil of mining xp i guess so that's even funnier um to be honest, if, if I were in that situation, I would only rebuild if I was doing what I do, which is streaming and content creation. Otherwise, I would just quit. Like, fuck that. Yeah, it would be and- one hell of a one hell of a series to rebuild it. But otherwise, not. Yeah, fuck, fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. Now, if you still are addicted to RuneScape, just make a new account. Something different. Don't do a UIM yeah. again. Like, just, yeah, just fuck fucking that. try to enjoy the game some other way. <laughs> At least that's my... T- I Dude, I am actually... I don't know how people play UIM. Especially, like, when they become endgame. I'm like, how have you even managed to get to this point? Like, are you actually I, enjoying yeah. this? It's... It, I think it, it, it's, it must be a completely different drug compared to normal Iron Man. Because, I mean, at first I, I thought the same about just Iron Man. I was like, this is like, how could you enjoy that? And then you play it and then it's like... Okay, well, now I can't play my main. Because if I pull a T-Bow on my main, I'm going to fucking hate myself. So... That has to stay there. But then doing an ultimate Iron Man is just a, another level of just fuckery. I don't know how to explain it, man. I yeah, couldn't do it. it I, I guess for me, I just think like the one of the most enjoyable parts of Iron Man is like collecting stuff. And you don't get that dopamine on a UIM. UIM is just like you're no. dropping shit. Like that's got to yeah. feel awful. Yeah. You're alking like desert treasure two drops because you're looking for one item you get a vestige oh gotta elk it yeah no worries yeah like, hell, yeah. hell no while so, everyone watches you like yeah i'll just share my brief take on the Adicon tweet because yep. he's advocating for like every skill it sounds like and maybe he's changed his opinion but at least his initial tweet i think his intention was that he wants there to be basically a shooting star method for every skill Yep. Where it's you click once, gain XP for 20 minutes or you know 15 to 20 minutes yep. without clicking again. That is what I, at least in my head, that's what I am thinking idle means. Because he didn't say an AFK method, he says idle. So my yeah. concern with that is, one, inevitably, there is a um, slippery slope that pretty much, it, it just happens. Like it, it's happened with the game over time, like... There's that sense of like, okay, like things have been this way for a while. Can we get something better? So the slippery slope, in my opinion, is first of all, I'm already against there being 
an idle method for every single skill anyway. But I, you know for a fact in three years, it's going to be like double the XP on, on some of them at least. Like they're just, they're going to up it because people get addicted to it. And my concern is that like OSRS was never meant to be an idle game. I, there's been a few things that have almost just made it idle in the beginning days of old school, like Nightmare Zone and Splashing, which I've always been against. So yeah, same. And again, this like this is my opinion on the game. So everybody has a differing opinion. I just think personally, if we go down the route of making this game idle, it kind of devalues the core identity of what this game is. And in turn, I don't know, it just like it, it just doesn't feel right for the game to go down that route. Now, I am totally for AFK methods. So the difference between idle and AFK is like just clicking once and having you gain XP continuously beyond like five minutes. I think five minutes generally is the way I kind of gauge if it's AFK or idle. There's like great methods like AFK and Karambwans with a fish barrel. I think that's like the, the pinnacle of like perfection when it comes to afk methods it's like you you yeah. have a very predictable four and a half minutes of pure fishing and then you go bank you got to do a few clicks you got to go back you know you got to actually put some effort in and then you go back for four and a half minutes and get a fish again and you know your inventory fills up like there's just more engagement and you can't just sit there for 20 minutes straight so i i don't know i guess that's I'm okay, and I'm I remain open minded to maybe press that boundary a little bit higher. But I get concerned because we already saw the logout timer increase from five minutes to twenty five minutes, and who knows? Yeah. If, you know, in the next year or two, that's just going to turn into like two hours or just six hours. Like there is no logout timer, so it's like I get nervous with certain methods that will be beyond i don't know 15 yeah. minutes so I, I i understand that the, my my pet peeve with the logout timer is i have a group i am member who has it at 25 minutes and then we'll just have all the gear on him and then fuck off for 25 <laughs> minutes so i've got to sit there and wait for him to fucking auto log um <laughs> that that's that's my my annoyance with it but um i think i i i you brought up a good point with um the nightmare zone and the splashing because i don't like nightmare zoning and i don't like splashing i'll use nightmare zone and i'll go like the most points per hour method yeah. and i'll do it for my abuse that's it and i i don't encourage people to afk nightmare zone but i think the the reason i probably feel that way is because there are more fun um and like decent xp per hour methods that you can do with combat that make it like it's it, it's more like I don't see the, I guess, fulfillment in doing Nightmare Zone when I can just train Slayer at the same time. Exactly. Or I, like it, you're basically where, being more inefficient in a sense. Yeah. Because there is a skill it. completely attached to combat already, Slayer. Yeah. So seeing it with mining, like, could the problem with mining be the fact that if there was a better alternative, like, I, I, do, I think it's a, it's a bit of a joke that unless you're doing like three ticking gems or, or granite in mining. Um, obviously you have volcanic mine outside mm -hmm. of that you're not really benefiting much it, like, there's not really an xp per hour method that's obviously high enough that people are accepting as, yeah. as a decent method because people afk motherload mine like i said but it's not nearly as good as like afk yew trees or something like that with wood cutting 
Yeah, no, no, one hundred percent. And this is something that was mentioned, like, and you even made that video mentioning me in it. And it's like mining definitely needs an upgrade. Like, there, we just need to go into this goddamn content and just figure out how to balance it right. Like, there's clearly problems. So, if the team would just not spend, you know, half a year on whatever the hell they did with forestry and just actually spend it on time, like just balancing some of this content like we could have some very very healthy good updates in this game very quickly like things that don't even involve creating new content like just literally go yeah. in make some tweaks like if we could just get a like a community of people like a little council that's that have done a lot of motherload mine and just reach out to them and be like what do you hate <laughs> what do you hate about motherload mine and then they say everything they hate about it like genuinely like the things that are just annoying about that content and then address yeah. it and make it better. Like that's uh like well, it bothers I had me. a tweet um a week ago that I I kind of am trying to I'm not trying to rally for it but I would love to see it. I I don't know what what you think of this. It's got it got like 260 likes. So I was pretty happy with it on Twitter. It was buffing Zolcano's XP to like a, a random number. I, I said 60k XP an hour. Because it's currently 13k XP an hour. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's designed for money, right? But yeah. if it was looked at as more like a, like Temporos is looked at for fishing, it's not the best XP per hour, but people do Temporos. It's rewarding. Zolcano mm-hmm. has that risk, and obviously it's locked behind Soap, so there's like requirements to just dive in there rather than for Temporos and Winnetod. But if that, yeah. I think if Zolcano gave like a decent, like more than Motherlode Mine XP per hour... You, you'd see a lot more people there. Now, that's obviously going to cause a problem with worlds and too mm-hmm. many people being in worlds. But then, like, what if they also added the ability to instance Zolcano through the chat channel so you can go in there with, like, three to five people that you wanted to go with, didn't matter what world you were on, and you guys can just do Zolcano as a team there. That obviously does mean going with friends, but then you could also do open worlds or whatever as well. But just, like... The content's already there. They might have to redesign it if you're going to bring more people to the content, but well, it's Zol- dangerous content that doesn't really offer much XP-wise. Yeah. Okay, Zolcano, first of all, needs to be looked at entirely. Like, it is so stupid that they have forced this three-phase mechanic in this fight. Like, you'll have literally 20 people in one Zolcano, yep. and they will still force you to stop mining at like the you know 640 HP yeah, and then yeah. like the 240 HP like what the fuck is this like stop yeah. nobody wants this let it be a static timer where if you have 20 people in that you one phase it like boom you're yeah. done like it it got sat the fuck down yeah. and cuz that would actually create more balance and a little bit more like um just variety in how you fight it like you could still do solos you could do the three mans and that maybe that would be a three yeah. down but you have that potential to make it a two down or a one down if you have enough players. Like that is something that bothers me to no end. And yep. even if they scale it as well, like scale it based on people that are in the room at the time it starts, that then allows for people to mass without it being like just being one ticked all the time, but it's like scaled to the point that maybe it is a two or three down consistently, maybe efficiently a two down. The- if you've got like regards to party size provided you're all doing the right thing. That could work. I'm generally against scaling stuff, though, because what we saw yeah. with Nightmare, at least, I don't know if you ever did like a lot of normal Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. But they did that whole scaling method where every single team 
size felt the like the exact same fight and it just got dull. It's like, why can't we have the variety of sending 80 people into a nightmare mass and just fucking that boss up? I mean, that would be so much fun to go in there, yeah. have it have no scaling and just like five second these phases. Like that would be so much. <laughs> people would have a blast doing that. Like we really would. It would. That sounds a lot more. I mean, that would probably work better PVM, though, don't you think? Like, because then you like look at the way Tempros and Guns of Rift. I mean, mm-hmm. Guns of Rift is a fucking joke, regardless of team size. But yeah. like Tempros is scaled to team size, uh, which then means Volcano would need to be instanced if you wanted to scale it to team size, of course. But like that, just well, I, I just like. I mean, they could always bring new well, content in, like. Yeah. This this would be the cool part about it because if you just allowed it to not be scaled and had Zolcano set at something and just had actual static timers per phase, then yeah. if you did a solo Zolcano, you would get way more XP per hour. Like, and and I'm actually pro buffing Zolcano. I don't know about 60k yep. XP an hour. I think that's too high. But yep. if it was 30k, because right now it's like what 12k? Yeah, like 13 and a half. Yeah, that's horrible. Like, I would be okay I'm if it joking. was like right at the state and the reason i i don't want it to be too highly buffed is because it is very rewarding and there's a pet and there's like other there's just other things going on but i'd be okay with if it was like 30 to 35k um mining xp per hour and then if you were to do like a solo for example you would be getting more like 45k and if you were doing like a a 20 man's volcano be more like maybe 20k xp an hour because you're there's a little bit more of like that grace period where you're just kind of sitting, standing around. Yeah, that that that's probably a, a better way to look at it as well. Like, yeah, I just threw sixty k out there as like a random number, mm-hmm. just to like, um, see I what mean, people thought. But yeah, it makes sense. And the thing is, if we were to address the only reason I'm saying a lower number right now is because other pieces of content have not been upgraded. Yeah. So. Zolcano shooting to 60k and like that becomes better than like you know just sitting at iron ore which you know you could make an argument like that would be fair but i mean we need to address motherload mine like that place is dog shit like i'm sorry like we need to fix it we could buff the xp rates i mentioned that thing of you know as you progress in the content you have other further unlocks that make the content just better just slightly over time um they could do the same thing with volcano even like you just have something in there like the more you do it you know there's some sort of upgrade that's happening with you like maybe like a double what's it called like the the longer you spend in like the room or the instance you just get like a buff yeah like up a certain amount of kc yeah just something that's going on now i don't know because I haven't really thought about Zolcano, to be honest, because I, I do see that more as like a PVM encounter rather than the skilling yep. thing. And I think that's what they intended it to be. Um, Blast Mine could see some love. Zol, uh, Volcanic Mine could see some love. And can we... What are your thoughts? Have you heard of my take on the Gnome Cube? I doubt you've done much tick manipulation, if any. But like... I, I I don't dabble in tick manipulation too much. I understand the, the, the idea of the Gnome Cube. I'm pretty sure I've heard you talk about it a fair bit. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... I I mean, I don't, I don't fuck with tick manipulation too much when it comes to skilling, so I don't really have an opinion on whether it would be too much or too little, but it, I personally don't see a problem with it. Yeah, and okay, so like the Gnome Cube for those, uh, pretty much anyone listening has heard any other cast or ramble I've made that yeah. already knows what I'm talking about. But it's basically like instead of knife log or herb tar, you just click once and it's something that doesn't randomly turn into like a 
a crossbow shaft yeah. if you mess it up. It's just, no, it's there. And it doesn't need to be a gnome cube. It could come out organically as any other item in the game, um, like a holiday item or something. But the whole purpose is to just reduce risk strain. Like people, there are some people that never want to dabble in tick manipulation. And that is completely fine. You can play the game however the hell you want. But there are literally people that would like to progress their account faster. And these tick manipulation methods genuinely are hard on the wrist long hours. Like people that don't have iron wrists or are going to just sit through the pain because they're insanely dedicated to the game. Like people want to be able to do these methods, but it's just such a nuisance. Like it's actually just tedious as fuck. So if we could just get to the point where we introduce this and then in the future, we could even go beyond that and just come out with like a method that's you're keeping the engagement. I think one of my so one of my favorite methods and the thing that I uploaded recently was like the four tick three G, which is like you sitting at three rocks and all you do is every every four ticks you just click on the slasher spark and then click on the next rock. It's just like this continue cycle. It's so goddamn easy and it's like great XP per hour. It's like 110k if you got like 99 and. It's just one of those things, like, if we had more of this where... But imagine that method now, but you're actually profiting. Like, imagine you didn't have to drop the shit. Like, you, you're actually, yeah, you know, banking one mil per hour or something. Like people would actually find a reason to do it. They'd be like, okay, like, this is actually nice and you're going to, you know, be engaged with that. Now, it's not to say everybody needs to do it, but I feel like if we could just get to that point where we're making these super tedious just obnoxious methods just slightly more bearable we're on the right path and then i don't know what i guess the thing that really really concerns me is this uh, feeling like the game just needs to become idle like i what i get scared of is like something that's like oh here's here's a 30k xp or 25k xp uh, room crafting method where you just click once every 25 minutes and you're just getting room crafting and then here's one for agility and here's one for slayer and here's what it's like what are we doing like is this just how the game's gonna go like where we just you just click once go away from the computer and everyone just maxes like with you just spending like a total of like i don't know five thousand clicks total <laughs> like max an account like i know it would take a long time but like do we want to just make it a mobile game where you just shove your phone in your pocket and you, you're actually not even engaging in the game anymore? So we need to address I mean, the fact yeah. that skills are not fun. We got to increase the rewards. We got to increase the enjoyment and the engagement of these methods. And yeah. I, I, I think it wouldn't be too bad to have both at the end of the day. Like... Like, from a development, I guess, well, less of a, a developer standpoint, more of a, I guess, Jagex standpoint, if the shit's AFKable and people are going to want to play the game more, if you can just, the shooting star, you've got more interacting, more interactive players, more, well, logged in players, should I say, more people playing the game, everything looks better, right? Because everyone's going to go shooting stars rather than logging out because they don't want to do mining. Yeah. But, um, I, I think that it just... I think if there's a, I think it just needs to be uh, like the, the pe people don't want to do three ticking granite and even like gem rocks or even iron ore because it, there's zero reward to it. There was zero reward to Duke as well, but it was no effort. So, like if there were, if it felt more rewarding to put this extra effort into your skills, you might get a few more people. 
uh, on board with it. Um, yeah, imagine it, imagine yeah. a world where like Granite was on top of 130k XP per hour. You're also like profiting 1.5 mil if, or something. If you were making big money from it, I think a lot more people would do it or be willing to learn it. People still, there are still players that don't want to fucking touch tick manipulation. Like totally, that, that's with, totally with fine. Um, which then something like your your gnome cube can help try bridge that gap for some people. Um, but and, then yeah. alternatively, having a, a more AFK lower xp method that we uh, need the variety you're right we need both i I think it's better to have both than just one or the other and they need to be balanced like it's okay to have mother like if mother load mine was 800k gp per hour something like significant where it's like i'm doing this you know i'm saying like at 99 maybe at lower levels you're not making quite as much but like something where like you're actually making progress in the game and you know, there's always that concern, like, oh, well, then bots will do it. Like, dude, there's bots doing goddamn everything nowadays, and nobody's. Well, I, I'm, I'm of the opinion bots don't affect the economy as much as people say it does. To be honest, that's a bit of a hot take, but yeah, I, I don't think bots are that bad, especially on high ticket items, personally. But you, sorry, continue. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I think, I think we're all just fully used to just how the economy runs because there is so many yep. goddamn bots. So it's like they have affected yep. the economy. But we're like, eh, whatever. That is the economy at this point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like just, I just wish skilling, like there was more of a reason to do it than just upgrading your level. Like why can't you just have some enjoyment and make some easy profit by doing some nice chill skilling? Instead, it's just, it's all about like, I hate this, but I got to do it. It's a fucking chore. I'm just going to you know, I'm going to make piss low amounts of GP anyway, so I might as well just do, like, the most brain-dead method and just try to get it over with. And it just feels like this whole thing is just chorescape, and I wish we could just see that. Skilling could be fun, but we have it to could. make we have to make strides, and we have to have honest discussion with the player base on, like, how would these methods become fun? I think a pro- the problem skilling has is... I'll give you an example. Today, um, so... When uh, a while ago, I hit eighty-one mining. I got the mining pet on the hardcore. I was like, "Cool, I don't need to touch mining anymore unless I need rune ore." I I didn't want to touch it, but I'm looking at my adamant ore, my adamant bars. I'm like, "How the fuck am I going to get bars or bolts?" Mm-hmm. And then shooting stars came out. Now I'm nearly I'm I'm halfway to eighty-four mining purely from shooting stars. But today I did two chambers of Zerix runs back to back, and both of them gave me. In total, two hundred and twenty adamant ore, and I was like, "Fuck yeah, that's two, that's two thousand bolts done. That's awesome." And I, I like, well, that might that seems problematic because now, like, what's the point of me mining anything but stars until amethyst? Because I can just get my resources from raids. I think it's good that you can get that from raids and PVM content, but it's also the problem that skilling has to compete with yeah, the enjoyment stupid. of PVM. But what else do you get from like what 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 do you replace? those resources with on the cox table otherwise well you just it's, i know it's not a purple but it's yeah. the little things like adamant ore that make me go i'm happy with that drop well Let's move on like, one thing is like for a lot of these places you don't even have to adjust how much it shits out you just got to make mining be better than it yes like yeah why it, it yeah. would it would not break the game if there was a mining method that profit do 1.5 mil GP per hour, even up to 2.5. Like I literally would not have a problem if people spent all day mining 
an interactive, engaging method where you're generating GP. Like, why the fuck? Why? And the thing is, is like me even mentioning that people are instantly like scared. Like people get scared of skilling having profit attached to it. Like we literally, the most profitable method right now in skilling is like, I think the top ones that I saw like a month ago are thieving blood shards, thieving crystal shards, and hallowed sepulcher. And all of them are below, they're like all below 2.5 mil GP per hour. Like, so like the most amount of money you're generating from like the highest end skilling methods that are just incredibly tedious and just mind numbing and stupid besides how it's doing that shit too like yeah or bots yep and mod ash replied to me on my volcano tweet and he he suggested that maybe um if mining had the depletion timer system that woodcutting now has so for example mining iron ore mining Mm. adamant ore doesn't deplete after one ore but depletes after a timer so uh, that could be so you could just keep mining the same iron rock yeah. and you're just getting iron ore and you're getting it every like tick that you could or you could be mining adamant ore kind of like how the up, upstairs mudblood mine works yeah so i'll, I'll I don't just, know if that's a complete fix but yeah that's i'll, I'll share my take on that personally i think yep. that will um kind of take away from the identity of mining but there mm-hmm. is i think in my opinion a better solution that still keeps what mining is and that is to yeah. just go in and not make it so long to mine a resource. Like sometimes it literally takes 30 seconds to mine one gold ore. Like what yeah. the hell is happening? Why couldn't this be two seconds? Why couldn't it myth- kind of should be, especially at like 90 plus. It shouldn't be that fucking they hard should. To mine. They should be instant. Like yeah. if gold was as consistent as like iron ore, maybe slightly less. Like iron ore is basically 100% success rate at a certain point. And if gold was 95, 96, like just something really high where you click it and you get the ore and then the ore respawns before, you know, they take like a minute to respawn. Yeah. It's like, dude, no, yeah, nobody's is, got time for this. Bot method. Yeah. No one does that shit except like bots. So if you could, just... yeah, like if, if you could just change the rocks where, okay, you're mining an Addy rock and it mines within like six seconds, like boom. And then they respawn like, boom, I'm just going in this nice thing. I'm generating, you know, let's just say there was a way to, you know, mine like 800 Addy ore an hour at 99. Like that would be great. Like people that need the Addy ore would do it. If you made coal super easy, like if, if coal had the same success rate as uh, iron and you need coal, the best way to do it would be to mine coal now. So now on top of, you know, mining, let's just say, it would be around 2,000 coal if you could three-tick it. Like, you're mining yep. 2,000 coal, and on top of that, you're also generating, like, 90K mining XP an hour. People would be obsessed with that. Like, it would feel good to train your mining at that point. Like, oh, I need coal. Let me go mine. And it's really easy. I just click, click, click. Just, like, those little easy iron methods that have, like, three rocks next to it. Like, people would not yeah, have a problem. honestly not, not a bad, like... I think adjusting that is definitely like it, it sometimes going to mine adamant and mithril. Like even if you just have to do one for like a, a like I think you have to do an adamant ore for a, an elite clue maybe. But if you have to like mine something for a diary, even I'm just like mining one mithril. I'm like, why the fuck is this taking so long? Like it's ridiculous. And someone walks up and mines it like from you anyway. And I'm like, 
yeah, yeah. thanks asshole and then you gotta <laughs> wait for it to respond yeah it's just like I, I think it is kind of weird that even at 90 like 85 plus you're still struggling to mine mithril it's so dumb it's it's a bit silly but I, that's honestly not not a bad um a bad way to just fix conventional mining especially in like the the mining guild where you're trying to get the minerals yeah really yeah. get the minerals you may as well wait till you're starting amethyst and just afk it because like then there's no effort you've got to put into it amethyst is exactly. at 92 though so yeah no i yeah. mean if if they could just really think about okay these rocks nobody are mining how do we make it so people are interested and engaged in this and in, in mining these classic rocks like that's all you need to do it's, it's just such an easy balance yeah so and the thing i'm really against is like i don't want to see mining just become you sit at one rock and you know you spend two minutes there and now you've filled up an inventory like just sitting there like i just feel like that's not believe it or not there is some prestige that comes to mining now shooting stars has kind of eliminated that already but mining used to be like oh damn like you, you're a fucking sweaty nerd like you actually got 99 mining like you that this is this is an impressive skill i think it's fine to have skills that are more prestigious because they do take more effort but um i, I guess it was my first ever 99 really I will, I will admit yeah i just afk'd my blood mine for six months and played PUBG. fucking and gamer. 99 mining. <laughs> it was like many years ago it was uh it was a good six months of PUBG. Okay, I'm just looking at this uh, Twitter topic right here, and it just says, how is it possible to consistently have so many bad takes? <laughs> what? Yep. There's, 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 a few, uh, there's a few replies to the thread that we're kind of addressing. This. So why is it that people say that? I don't know if it's a Twitter thing um, or not. I, I, I'm not very popular in the RuneScape Twitter space. Mostly for my, um, I have no problems calling someone an idiot and telling them to shut up if they say something dumb, and that rubs people the wrong way quite quickly. Mm. Um, I mean, the, the, I mean, this guy, I don't know who the hell Cheese OSRS is, but I mean, <laughs> he's just someone that doesn't like me. I don't even, if, if you can give me an example of a bad take, I replied almost instantly. If you can give me an example of a bad take, like, go for it. Otherwise, like, what's the point in saying this? Like, He's had two days nearly to respond and hasn't said anything. So in my mind, he's just some idiot that doesn't like me. So, <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, give, give me a bad take or don't smoke. I, I was talk. I was waiting for people to reply with the bad takes because I wanted to cover, but nobody did. Like, I, I think it's either people don't have an example of a bad take or they're they're scared. I reckon. I mean, I'm not gonna bite, but I I, I I'm of the opinion that like, I'm probably a pretty in, intimidating character. Well, first of all, anyone anyone that actually posted the tomatoes or the people saying like this guy has so many bad takes, nobody's even gonna listen. None of them are even gonna listen to this. So probably not. No. Yeah. So like the problem is, is like I, I want to address to them like why not have given mm. his bad take so we could talk oh. about it, <laughs> but that's no it. one but, did. No, that's it. You know, they just like to be honest. Even like Madam Mage, I know she doesn't like me, but I was like, you know, she said I've got a few, and I said, you know, put like don't just say I've got a few and then do nothing. Fucking say something. Like. Yeah. Like. And, well, like. This is a good opportunity, and I, I feel like, like yeah, I'm, I'm sure behind closed doors in uh, their own, you know, in their discords and shit, they're all, they're posting the, the what they don't like about me between each other. But fucking lay it out on, lay it out on Twitter. 
Let's fucking have a have a discussion about it because I might have some bad takes, yeah. But until I get presented one and I can't defend it, um, I will just continue to say I don't have any bad takes because that'll also piss them off even more. So, fuck it. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, is like, I, I don't do I don't do like the whole digging and the research of every single guest I've had. Like I've, mm. I've I remember, um, well, I tried to get cherry on the cast like a year ago and then you know i yeah. just got absolutely obliterated in the reply well i guess i didn't but he was it was just like why are you doing this and i was like i don't i don't know what's going on like i just thought this was a normal streamer like and then i started yeah. getting a bunch of dms on stuff but it's like i haven't i haven't received anything i haven't seen anything like on the thread anybody dm me like it's just do people just hate you but the thing is is I understand this because I have the same thing going for me where people will just say, oh, fuck Sebe, he's got shit takes. And it's like, whatever it takes, like, what? say something yeah, besides just you have it. bad takes. Like, yeah, they're, just, they're just people that don't like you. But to be honest, like half the, half the time, the people that don't like you are the ones that are bringing the attention to you as well. Like That's another true. person I'm here, two-stroke tie. like he used to be a, a, a viewer of my content actually. And then he went sour when i booted his mate for like selling capes and then I, I don't know what happened after that but you know he's just like this is the dipshit of all people you could have forgotten uh you could have gotten for the video it's like what like do you have any like value to add to this like like what's the point in saying that it's so weird most of the people that don't like you at the end of the day um at least in my experience are people that i don't i don't like to ego people i'm I, i'm not convinced that bigger number makes you a better person on the internet but they're all people that are beneath me no one listens to them like i, I have more people watching my streams and they'll have remembering them when they're dead so i i just look at their comment and go you got no no fucking value i don't care like provi provide me with some content so i can make content out of it or i'm just going to move on like I, like I, I know this was the, this was the perfect opportunity to do so. I wish, yeah, like, I was actually wishing that people would do it. So, well, I wish every day, man. But nothing. If no, no one has yet to uh, even come close to having a go, man. Not a single person. So, this is a this is a yeah. um, a request to all those that are listening to this. And if you if you don't like somebody and you have an actual reason. When I have a tweet, like when, when I make the tweet, like just just post it, you know. Especially if it's somebody yeah. like King Condor, that'll actually take it. Like you are, you are literally willing to. You're not like yeah. backing away and like, oh shit, like don't address. I wish this. a motherfucker would, man. I do. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, like everyone oh that watches me, wishes someone would. They're waiting for it, man. Yeah. And I'm not trying to like say that I'll I'll I'll, I'll take on anyone. And that I'm trying to <laughs> wait for people to pick a fight. But shit, like I can at least make someone. I can make the rest of the people that are watching laugh and and have a good time of it and shit if i get put in my place then i deserve it but i'm, See, I'm that's I'm, nice that's, i don't think i will you know but, that's that's good to know it sounds like you're yeah. you're willing to take a defeat if it, that's what it yeah that's what it comes absolutely. To. okay um interesting okay so uh Tao or Jono uh, says yeah. Sater, can you ask connor when he oh, wait is that your first name yeah Oh, nice to meet you, Connor. I didn't, didn't know that. Is that oh, like it, it, Connor and Condor? Does that like yeah, relate? kind of spun, yeah spins off my my actual name? Yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, when can you ask Connor when he plans on leaving for the pond on the group Hardcore Iron Man? 
Yeah, I'm in a group hardcore team with Jono, uh, Feb, and Yeah Big Sexy. Um, we're going for page one hardcore game, and I they they're all gaming. They've taken off, and I've been doing I've been fishing Karen Bruns. Um, I just got ninety fishing through basically just Karen Bruns, and uh, I have ninety nine cooking banks, which I'm cooking them all now while I play my hardcore. So I've done. I provided them with food and nothing else for the fucking team. Well, I did a bit of LMS at the start for gold, but um, yeah, after leagues, I'll, I'll knuckle down on the, the hardcore game a bit more, I think. Maybe before that a bit, but... Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're waiting for me to get into content. <laughs> okay, I, I didn't actually know that he was on your uh, group group hardcore. I've had him yeah, on the cast. We, we started it only... Um, I've got my own group iron team that I've had since day one, and we started this one, I want to say, like three or four weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, just a new team that uh, we figured we'd try to go for page one before we lose our lives, which I already lost the first one to a mugger outside of Lumbridge Castle. I was <laughs> a doing a mugger? Yeah, oh, I, was, I was doing a tier list, so I was like running and I went AFK and I looked over just, it was, it's always at that second you die. It if always is. If I looked is, like two yeah. seconds later, I would have been all right. And I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. So that was, yeah, that's the running meme until we run out of lives at least. Rip. <laughs> okay, Emberius em, Emberius mm-hmm. asks, "What type of content do you enjoy making the most, and why?" Um, I I want to say, uh, can I say going live? I think going live because it's just it's it's easy but hard at the same time. It's not hard, but it's like energy. It's not as easy. Yeah. You know, you it have to maintain that energy. Mm-hmm. It does. Um, but I also just, I love going live. I think it's great. I've got a really good, mildly autistic, but really good community <laughs> that shows up all the time. And it's just, there's always good content. You either have some like pinhead that comes to the chat and can't, you know, string a sentence together properly criticizing <laughs> me. Or we just like, like today, the past week at least, we've been like, I don't know anything about NFL, for example. But, like, I'll pull up the sports bet and we'll put bets down on NFL and everyone's confident that certain teams are going to win and they just get smashed. I'm like, what the mm. fuck is wrong with you guys? Or we'll watch horse races. And it's just, like, it's just a good time. And I just love doing that. I think it's great. And then we'll react to content. I just rip it, put it in Premiere Pro and throw it on, on the channel. So I, I just think I enjoy making all content, really. Just whatever people want to watch. Okay. That's uh, great. What are your thoughts on gambling, by the way? I'm curious. Um, do you gamble I often? I I realized today more than any other day how often I do gamble. I um in Australia you can you can only sports um like do sports betting at least in my end of Australia you can only do sports betting online unless you go to the casino. Um, but in other states I know they also have like pokies which is like slot machines inside bars and shit. I don't. I, I think it's like it's terrible. It's a terrible like habit to have, but I will do it. I just don't. I don't take big risks with it. I will bet. I'll gamble on UFC pretty much every main event. Um, I'm doing English Premier League at the moment because I'm doing a fantasy football with my family. So I figured, you know, I've got. I'll bet like maybe thirty, forty bucks a week. But I always do like safety betting, so I earn the money back. I try not to go overboard, um, but I, I. It's hard because I love watching the horse races still, but I don't mm-hmm. want to encourage people to just then get into gambling and start like a bad habit on someone else but at the same time it's really fun people get in on it but i try i I don't think i don't know man it's it's a tricky situation 
Yeah. Because so I think I can you, do it you'll, so. you'll fully concede like it's a vice, but yes. it's a vice you enjoy. And yeah, I've, I've got it under control and I, I can stop anytime. I swear. I swear I can. But <laughs> legitimately, I no, could. Um, uh, yeah. I, I even set a, a deposit limit, a better deposit limit recently because I was like, just in case, because I am doing it a lot more on stream, I'll set a, a weekly limit that's a lot lower than the standard and just um, take my time with it because I'm not trying to win big. Although I do put on ridiculous multis that obviously can't win, but I don't bet big on them. Mm. Um, just trying to have a bit of fun. I see. More or less. So I think it's it's important. But I, I, I mean, I haven't said it in a while on stream. I probably should again. But I also try to encourage that people, if they want to, that they, they should absolutely reach out. If someone's telling you you've got a problem, you should definitely do something about it or at least speak to someone else about it. Like the people that love you are going to identify your problems before you do, right? Yeah. So you should, you know, if someone's, if you've got a gambling problem, someone tells you you do, you should probably get some help, even if it's just talk to family members or whatever but yeah for sure it's just tough yeah. because um you know i've i've had like friends that have gone like really deep into gambling and they just yeah it, it not only does it become a problem but it becomes like a problem that they hide and yeah. then they'll just become a shitty person like i've seen it where people will just steal and lie and just to get you know a little bit of money or just to get like that yeah. next fix and it's... you burn like relationships uh, like with family and friends just over that shit and yeah. it's i've got control of it like, like i don't have a problem but i know sometimes people don't have a problem until they have a problem and i know there is a slippery slope that people can go down um yeah so yeah i, I just think you've, you've got to be careful with it and you've got to just i guess be smart about it as well which includes not listening to my chat on the nfl but um <laughs> Yeah, yeah it's, that's well. I'm yeah. glad to hear that you're like at least aware. Um, this yeah. is not meant to be this like anti-gambling thing, but I guess no. just I've personally seen it like actually like really negatively affect people, and you know it's all anecdotal yeah. at the end of the day. But still, I just that's probably th like in in a weird way probably a positive thing for you because that make that gives you a clearer perspective of gambling, like your your own experience of gambling. You probably don't want to gamble much or at all. Because yeah, of what I you stand to do to other people, you know. I completely avoid it. Um, and yep. what really scares me is like, so for example, I have um, I have a younger brother that's twenty two, yep. and like when he graduated, like he came out and lived with my brother and I when I was living in Alabama, and like, you know, he just got an advertisement for like sports betting or you know DraftKings or whatever it was. And yep. he, he like he had never gambled before, and then you know he gets this thing, he wins. And he's just on this cloud nine. He's like, oh, like this is fucking awesome. And he's trying to get like his work friends to get involved. And I'm like, when yeah. he told me that, I'm like, dude, like this is, you know, this is just straight up gambling, right? Like this isn't like, <laughs> it's just you're, anyway, so the, my fear is that, first of all, gambling is everywhere. I mean, it's just like you go on Twitter. Yeah. I, I will go on Twitter and like half of the ads are some sort of sports betting app. And it's yep. just like, if, if I didn't know better, it's one of those things like, oh, I can just win a hundred bucks right here. Like, that, cool. Like, let's get it. And you just get, you just slide in just very sneakily into this new like arena of just gambling. And so I guess my fear is like people are uneducated on the matter of gambling and how negatively it can affect your life. So yeah. I guess it's mainly for like the people that haven't gotten into it that, that just see 
everywhere online about you know people winning a lot of money it's like this uh... well it's 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 in the game too right in runescape like death matching is to some people literally the their livelihood the only content they do and and mm-hmm. let's be honest some people do it to make ends meet sometimes so well it, it, it's all in order all, to... in all shapes and sizes but yeah yeah i mean the thing is is like if you have odds you know if if you literally have a system where you are winning more than 50% of the time. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to go down like this rabbit hole like too far. Yeah, but yeah, just, yeah, yeah. But it's just like, I know Bikers, uh, he's yep. obviously won like a trillion yep. uh, OSRS GP. But, and I don't know the full thing. I don't even care really because just not my scene. It's just more just mental I, I don't I don't want to spend my time thinking about like that stuff. It's just not in my yeah know, scene. Enough. But what I at least I saw and who knows what the truth is or anything. But I saw like a Kemp Q video and it's just like okay, clearly it looks like bikers and some other guys knew a way to you know kind of glitch and get one hit like or get the first hit, get pid every first time. Hit, yeah, and there was a like, kind yeah. of like a way. And yes, it's not. It's not exactly bug abusing, but it's a hidden mechanic where, you know, people don't know about it. And so you're basically being really shady and kind of scamming in a sense where you're, you are very aware that this guy doesn't know how to get first hit. And yeah, so, you're, you're having a, a significant advantage for sure. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's just drastic. I mean, if you get first hit every time and you can guarantee it, basically, if you're playing somebody stupid, like... Yeah, you're 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 scamming people. Um, that's how yeah. I see it. And so, the thing that's really shady about it is like, okay, that's cool. You're flexing all your money and stuff, but like, you literally scammed your audience doing that shit. Like, clearly. And one of the worst parts about gambling is like, you kind of have to do that. Like, you have to be a piece of shit in order to actually like make a bunch of money. Like, yeah, you you, you, you gotta play the system within. Like, like, there's so many gray areas that it's, like, you could argue it's bug abuse or you could argue that it's just, like, it's the spaghetti code because of the way that they've um, made the safe zone mm-hmm. interact with you when you enter and re-enter, right? And then mm-hmm. it's, like, then is that the game's fault or the player's fault? If everyone starts doing it, then does it become the new norm? Like, uh, there's, like, the people felt the same really early on about, like, DDing and PvP, and now everyone does it because, like, you're at such a disadvantage if you don't DD, Yep. your opponent right and then i mean some people still look at it as in like that's too sweaty for me it's it's ready to do i try not to do it in lms unless they do it to me first but like when i did the the odor block tournament the pvp tournament i knew that i if i'm not dd'ing i'm fucked I've yeah got a, yeah you have to and then what? i couldn't land a fucking freeze anyway because this game hates me but like yeah it, it's a bit of a gray area and I'm I'm all for the whole you know take what you can give nothing back. If you if you're in that gambling scene, you're dealing with people that are going to fuck you over anyway, so they're going to take advantage of each other. Yeah, that's why I just try to avoid yeah. the whole thing because I'm like this absolutely just yeah. is like, uh, like this I was is very cautious so when I covered that too, because um, I, I I didn't want to just like jump on board with one like with CampQ or BTCs without mm-hmm. knowing. The full story so i tried to understand it best i could because it's also a very delicate situation and there's a lot of mixed opinions so it's just yeah i yeah i still don't fully uh understand or, or still don't fully like 
have a preference i just i stay away from it but like if it comes up again i'll cover it yeah i um, again but, like uh, i'm yeah. i am ill-informed on most of it i just yeah. I'm, I'm grasping at the things i did see and yeah, it just is a fair. friendly reminder to me to just stay away from gambling because it just leads yeah. to just hatred <laughs> i mean you just start yeah. just hating people and you mm-hmm. do things out of bad faith and it's just yeah i had shit. a mate who was a big staker when the dollar in was around and he like would be in a discord call and then you just hear like smashing and then just fuck's sake mm-hmm. and then logs off and he lost like you know 600 mil and it's like why <laughs> and then but like it it's that crowd of people where they would go out and have massive clan wars, but they had a play mod on their clan. So they're like muting the whole enemy team. <laughs> the play mods muting everyone on the other team while they're in the clan war. So they can't give comms in game. And then you've got, there, there were people who will like, I think someone got away from him in the wilderness uh, when he was meant to get like a 300 mil PK. So he felt that he owed him that 300 K. So there now he's in the world of people who he got a hold of his account. And mm. they logged into it, reset the bank pin, but he couldn't. He had to wait like uh, I don't know how long it was, like three days or seven days or something. Yeah, like so a week. He had his, he had another mate, and they were taking six hour shifts to keep the account consistently logged in, so the guy couldn't get into his account oh until the bank God. pin was disabled. And it's just like, like I mean, he made some money. I'm not gonna lie, but. I, I, I can't enter that world, one, because even as a creator, you just can't be doing that shit. But also, like, it's just another level of, like, it, it's a it's a rabbit hole. Once you go down, it's hard to come back from because I'm, I'm sure there's a thrill to it for those people. It's just like... And, yeah, we'd be making money from it, too, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just like, like... The question is, like, how do you want to spend your life? I mean, you have yeah. one life... Do you want to just scam people? Like, you know, you'll you'll see people that like, you know, run, you know, just um scams on like Twitch. Like they'll just like pull up a you know, create a fake OSRS stream and just be like, oh, like, you know, type in your information here. It's like Bodie's quitting. Yeah, like th- those things like there's clearly people behind it. Yep. And yep. that's how they're spending their time. Like they're they are literally preying on people just they're just scamming people. Like, just how you're spending... Like, yeah. do you... You know, it happens, clearly. I mean, there's way beyond right, yeah. I mean, just in the real world, like, people are scamming, and that's how they make their money. And it's like, is really? Like, that's that's what you want to do with your life? Like, just scam? Like, you couldn't have found any, like, positive thing? I don't know. Yeah, I just... that's, just the, that's the corner of the world that they, they come from. Eventually, they probably do move on, but, like... When you see easy money, people will just, you know, they'll burn bridges. It's, it, it, I mean, even, it goes as far as just doing a raid with someone who you've been friends with, but then they pull a shadow and they dip instead of oh splitting when they God. said they'll split. It's like they're, you're burning bridges over fucking peanuts, but <laughs> that people will do that, man. Like, it's just I that's know. the fucking internet, dude. So. It's fucked up. It's weird how, yeah. like, the internet has kind of painted a negative view of like humanity for a lot of people and myself included. Like mm-hmm. you go on Twitter and you know, you just start like shitting on people, but you would never do it to their face in person. Like you no, would, no, you, you would be, su- <laughs> you would be such a kind person and have a good laugh. But online it's like, nah, you have a fucking enemy. Like there's no consequences yeah. here. And I'll just, tear you apart and make you feel like shit like that's the thing that really is destructive about especially social media and i have Mm -hmm. i have no idea how they could revert 
how social media has like it's basically just become interaction like just how can i get the most interactions from this let's just shit on somebody yeah that's the trend right like Uh, especially like if you want to make it big on youtube or tiktok you you know it's you fucking running up to porta potties at construction sites and tipping them over while cunts are in there and shit just like (laughs) just 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 doing doing horrible shit to horrible people dude fucking hilarious but like that's how people are getting the, getting their first X amount of followers into social media. And I don't know if it lasts, but it's like, I guess it's just disingenuous as opposed to making your own content. But again, like, dude, it's that easy sometimes. <laughs> did you see that video? Like, it was like a few days ago. Like, a guy got shot in the mall be- uh, over a prank. Uh, no. <laughs> this guy was like, apparently, I didn't yeah. really look into it that much. But there's this guy that was like holding up a phone like and the phone was saying something like accusing him of being a pedophile or something it's just like some random like oh, delivery no. driver and then like he was like genuinely harassing him but you know then the guy that was getting harassed just pulled out a gun and just shot him he didn't die but and the guy that shot him is going to prison for like a, a, yeah, a of few course. years like, his last fucked now yeah. like but like then you come out you've got yeah. the charge and yeah well uh, apparently he didn't actually get arrested for shooting the guy he got arrested for shooting a gun in a mall so like oh that's not too bad yeah it was yeah, actually right. like like i apparently like the the judge was like nah like you're you were actually in your right to uh you know yeah, shoot that nah. guy for harassing you <laughs> but, like yeah but you should have done it outside yeah <laughs> <laughs> but i'm like bro and then and then the guy that was running the prank like he he got out of the hospital he's like yeah i'm gonna keep doing pranks i'm like oh my god dude like you're you're literally just harassing people this these aren't even pranks you're just being an asshole yeah some ice poseidon shit (laughs) i know don't even get me started on his latest thing and that oh my god i've i've seen some shit and i'm like this is (laughs) dude and a lot of it is done on kick um yeah and I'm like, dude, I'm sorry, but like, kick is just. Yeah, the kick trend is interesting because well, Alfie and Odeblock moved over. Everyone else that was raving about it and moving over has dipped. They're they're all back gone, on Twitch. Gone back or... to Twitch. Yeah, yeah it's a, yeah that ninety five five split was really working. I mean, let's be honest, what it was was just whether it was intentional or not. You were just double dipping on your viewers. Like they're already subbed to you on Twitch. Do it on kick as well. Now you've got them twice for a couple of months. That's, you know, that's the. I mean, if it, if it worked out and kick tech, uh, took off, then sweet. But take advantage of that situation. Otherwise, like right now, Odeblock's live. He's got 2,077 viewers, and there's 2,219 viewers in the old school RuneScape category on kick. Like, and then one of them's watching him. So, like, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what, like, it's, it, it didn't work. Um, obviously they got paid to move over, so that's a different story, but that also then devalues the argument of whether it worked or not, but no, I, I wonder how, I wonder Odablock's true feelings on the matter. Like clearly he probably got a huge bag. I, I don't know if you yeah. know how much he got paid. Do you? I don't, I, I do not know, but I, I, I don't want to misquote, but I feel like someone told me six figures and that would probably make sense. Because oh, Garrett, it's got to have been like, somewhere in six figures I, yeah. I can't imagine doing it for less than that at his level that, that like the fact that they paid xqc a hundred million like uh, go to block yeah. got to have made uh, i would even yeah, say half a million or more yeah absolutely and i like i would have done the same like 
I would have done the same for something in the five-figure realm, to be honest, because I could multi-stream anyway. Like YouTube yeah, doesn't yeah. have that restriction. Twitch has, so I could have done both the whole time. Um, I just don't want to, personally. But yeah, there, there's something to be said. And, and of course, he joined when it was more hype, and there was clearly yeah. some hype, especially in the old school scene. So yep. it seemed like a better move. And I mean, I just remember when Shroud and Ninja moved over to Mixer, and mm -hmm. like it's like, oh, that's great yeah. and all, but. And it all—it obviously did work out like hella good for both of them because yep. the contract ended up getting scratched anyway. Like, oh fuck it, we're just going bankrupt on this, or I guess yep. not bankrupt, but they're just canceling Mixer. But um, yeah, I just wonder now if Oda Block and Alfie, especially, like, are happy with their decision. I know it's not permanent. I mean, I, I'm assuming it's just a yeah. Small, well, I guess we got to find out when. I would imagine it's it's a year long. It might be multi year long contract when that's up. If it's renewed for less than what they got offered originally, I can't imagine they'd stay. Yeah, no way. Like, why, why would you stay if they offered you less than the next time around? But, yeah, it, it, we probably wouldn't know anything until after the contract's ended at least because you don't want to start shitting on the platform that's, you know, providing yeah, you yeah, no, the, it's, the platform. So. Yeah, no, for sure. And like, I don't blame anybody for taking the bag. It, I mean, it's at the end of the no, day, it's like you're not. just streaming RuneScape. I mean... So that's the uh, example I always use. Is I'd, I'd rather like I I don't I I turn down a lot of like sponsors myself in, on my videos because I can't be fucked jumping through hoops for a thousand bucks. I I I cannot be fucked. <laughs> but dude, if it's a strength, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the worst thing is is the sponsorships that like like they're they're lowballing you to yeah. hell because they just yeah. think you're you know you're just like we'll do anything for a few dimes. Yeah. Like, and I'm not with an agency, so they, like, assume that you don't know what you're doing either. It's like, to be honest, like, if I can't do a sponsorship on stream, I, I'm not interested. Like, I don't run ads on my streams intentionally, and I'll just do a sponsor or I'll do, like, promotions on streams, which I've done in, in the past, and they've been pretty fun. Mm -hmm. But, like, otherwise, I, I would just rather, as long as I can keep streaming and I don't have to get a job, like, that's enough for me. If obviously if the money was big enough, I'll be like, yeah, okay, I'll do that sponsor in a video. But otherwise, I just like, I fucking cannot be bothered. I tried doing one recently, and I was like, nah, fuck this. I just gave it back. I was like, nah, <laughs> <I know. laughs> I'm alright, dude. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I don't know how many times I've been reached out for Factor or HelloFresh. Yeah. First of all, and and these are all for like my Twitch, and I haven't streamed consistently in months yeah. at this point. But like, I mean, Raid Shadow Legends, at least when I'd get a sponsorship from them. They'd pay me like a grand plus whatever else I got. Like just the fact that I don't even need to get downloads and they'll still pay me almost a grand. Yeah. Like yeah. this is back when I was, I was kind of a, yeah, like yeah. like thank you. Like that actually feels appropriate. And mm -hmm. but then when you get a HelloFresh thing, it's like hey, we'll pay you fifty bucks. And then you yeah. know if you if you get any sale, if you act like our bitch little salesman, we'll we'll give you a little bit more money. I'm like, dude, I'm yeah. not your salesman. It's like Manscaped. I was like like Manscaped reach out, and I'm like. I like in the RuneScape community because like everyone with like Crusader talent, they're all doing. They do like the same sponsors at the same time, nearly right. So they yeah. doing. You, you watch Solar Mission and Rendy and then Jimmy and then fucking like EVScape and they're all doing, um, Manscaped and it's like then why would I do Manscaped? Like you've already bought fucking Jimmy's. Why mm -hmm. you're not going to buy mine as well? Are you? So no, fuck that. So I just, I just don't think it's worth it. Yeah. But again, that's me. That's me being a low effort 
Yeah, like, that's saying you know. we're both we're both coping at the end of the day. Yeah. But like the the thing is, is like there's room to grow and yep. at that like you don't want to have just taken all these like penny sponsorships and like just kind of sold yourself out a little bit low. Like yeah, I don't know. The thing is, is there's a habit that I've seen people get into, and you mentioned it was solar mission, um, which I, I don't know if it's a habit for him, but it sounds like it. The way the way that he, um, you said that he's explained it, was that like he he won't upload a video unless there's a sponsor tied yeah, to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which like I, I get that, and a lot of people do that because I've heard other content creators in RuneScape say that too. And then that to me just sounds like that they either have not necessarily given up on content creation, but it's just like they they're not interested in just putting content out for the sake of putting content out, which is what I like to do. Yeah. Same. So I don't want to fall into that habit. It, I, I'm, I love having like three, four videos going on the channel each week and just getting as many views as I can uh, over the month and then just seeing it grow. Because, I, I mean, to me, that's that's enjoyable. Um, I, I wouldn't want to get to the point where I'm not uploading unless I get a, a sponsor because that's just that shouldn't be the reason I'm uploading totally to me but that that's when i I lose interest as a content creator so yeah yeah. but that it's obviously that people are in different situations but that that's just me personally i wouldn't want to get to that point yeah i think the most like optimal of course this is you know not everyone can have this but like an optimal position to be in would be like your community supports you entirely like you don't need to take sponsorships you don't need ads you just Maybe you have a Patreon, maybe you have just your subscriber base, and yep. like that is enough. Like that would be so cool. Cause then it's just, you don't need to be annoying. You don't need to spew out ads. You don't need to spew out sponsorships, and you're making a, a decent living. Like that would be, yeah. That's, that's sponsors the dream. make up a lot of the money that people pull in as content creators, but the, the best like stable income you can make is through subscription based services like the channel memberships on YouTube, the Twitch subs, mm-hmm. the Patreons, because like as humans we're we're fucking idiots like how many people do you reckon are paying for netflix and probably don't even watch it more than twice a month yep right so <laughs> i was like, yeah guilty of that and we'll just keep paying for it how many people pay for spotify and then probably go weeks without listening to music it's just it's consistent and getting people to jump on your subscription plans especially like a, like just a, a selfish plug but i make mine a dollar a month mm-hmm so that's that's appealing to people because a dollar you're not going to miss a dollar a month as opposed to fifteen dollars a month. If you watch me enough, people feel like yeah, it's only a buck. But then when you have thousands of people doing it, you you got a little pool of people that are, are in that comfortable spot where they barely see the money going uh, away, and then it it just works as a creator. I, I feel yep. Um, you just have to find the right balance between value and then the value for you and value for the for the viewers at the same time. So, totally, I, I think yeah, that that's that's not a bad way to kind of start start your like your revenue, especially early on as a creator. Um, it's just it's a shame that Twitch does fifty fifty because I, I I I think that's fucking ridiculous. It is, and but you know what's yeah. I gotta say, like I gotta hand it to YouTube. Like it's cool that you get to choose how much it costs yeah that's like, really uh, really cool too that's amazing because like i've i've set my membership as like as like um i think it's a dollar 99 on youtube for uh, the lowest yeah. and then upward and then there's like a five and then there's a 10 but um yeah. 
Yeah, I think just you having know, like that smaller thing, it just because I would like to support creators, but having to spend five bucks on a bunch of creators. But if it was like a dollar per creator, like, dude, I could support five creators now, and it feels like just yeah, one, like that'd I be amazing. I recently for my Twitch because I w- I was like sub to just insert RuneScape streamer here, and when I've got like eight eight streamers, nine streamers on Twitch, I'm sub to, and it's it's I think it's like eight Australian dollars a month. And I'm looking at I'm bit, I'm not even watching Twitch, man. And I'm just I'm just there's forty bucks coming out of my account. I was like, I got to cancel this shit. So I've got to go to their stream and be like, oh, I don't have a I don't have a, a sub anymore. My bad, guys. But it's just like, if it was cheaper, I'd probably hold on a bit longer at least. But I just found that I was fucking subbing to people and then never watching them. And then I want to support them, but also the money. It's just like I, I know they're not even getting that full amount exactly. as well, which I I don't think that's really yeah. I I don't like that. So like, but it's hard to outsource it. Like it's more convenient to just sub on Twitch while I they're know. on Twitch. It's, it's there. It's in your face. It's so easy to just gift. I just, yeah, I just, that's another thing I love about YouTube in comparison, um, especially since they bought gifting memberships to YouTube as well. Like that's helped creators on here heaps. It's just, you, you get, you you get 70, 30 split out the gate. No questions asked. Like that's the standard. And you don't need to like do anything special for it. And I just think that's, while that might even be considered too high, that's also like for for what the service offers. Because you can also then add like special videos that only you can see if you're a member on YouTube and you, you know what they, they can offer. Like I think uh, I've got a, a meme tier, which I never thought anyone would buy, but it was a $100 a month, $100 American dollars a month. And a couple of people have bought it. So I upload feet pics, which I need to do actually this month. I upload feet pics <laughs> just for them to see. And they like, you know, they come to the stream like, where's the fucking feet pics at? Like, they're demanding it. So I've got to keep on top of it. Just for like purely a joke. Never thought it would happen. And when one day it happened, it spun me out. I was like, what the fuck? Did like, are you okay? You realize how much money you're sending to someone like a month? That's fucking insane. But <laughs> there's I mean, some. If it's not a feet pics. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy when you see like huge gifters on Twitch yeah. or just people that donate metric fucktons to multiple creators yeah i'm like like, are you just a millionaire like are you just like uh, yeah guys bought it on the fucking gamestop hype for sure (laughs) they must have money i don't know it's always it's always fascinating to see people like actually give like multiple grands away like a month to people i'm just Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Like, it's, it is Jesus. insane. And it's also a bit like being on the receiving end of just like, like to me, I, 
I, I think like any more than like, I mean, any more than the dollar really, but like when people start sending 10 bucks onwards, I'm like, that's a lot of money, man, to just give to someone like, and people do it consistently. I don't know like how to feel about it half the time. Cause obviously mm-hmm. I'm thankful, but I'm also like, like, are you looking after yourself too? Like you're like, I can't throw that sort of money away. What do you what, like? Yeah, that's like the better than me, then, I guess. But that's yeah. that's definitely like the reminder I have to give myself. It's like not everyone's in the same position. I mean, some people make great money and they yeah. want to show the love. Like I've I've had a few you know occasions where like I'll chuck a hundred bucks at somebody because you know I just got paid and I'm like I've been watching your content for a year. Like yeah. this would I know for a fact because I'm a creator and when people have shown me a ton of love, like it feels great and it's just like. Yeah it's a friendly reminder of it. Like you're desired, like your, your content is like, you know, yeah, something that it's, people it's, watch. It's great. And it just like, especially like when it happens to me, I, 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 I don't do it as much anymore, but I used to always look at my analytics on YouTube and be like, how am I trending? How did I do today? How did I do mm-hmm. yesterday? How did I do 10 minutes ago? So it's, it's like when things like that happen, when people go whale mode, it's like, it feels good knowing that I can, do this again next month so and it, it is just like i always i i don't i never know how to just be thankful for it i do i i'll just like do shoeys on stream when big <laughs> donations come in and i just feel like all I they mean, expect is a thank you they don't even expect anything right i'll do a shoey oh, no, they, they, they they expect a shoey now yeah. there's a right if there's no shoey and like it's just it's it's just become a running meme but sometimes i feel like that's not even enough when people go nuts like I, i've got yeah, I know. It's, just... it's, it's always it's because it's so much projection on our part. It's like this feeling that if we don't absolutely thank them from the bottom of our hearts for the next 10 minutes, then they're going to get buyer's remorse. They're going to be yeah. like, oh, well, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, you got to be you got to you got to watch out for those uh, parasocial relationships that viewers have with you. You, you do don't even know that they have. Those get, have happened. Ha- out of fucking hand, dude. Have you had those happen to you? Like, uh, way too many times, dude. It's <sighs> insane in all shapes and sizes. It's yeah, it's so it's, uncomfortable. It's rough. Yeah, it's also just like I mean, I don't take shit from a lot of people, but sometimes people just get involved, or, or people just try to. The, the The worst ones are the people that just assume that because they've like paid a lot of money or they've even just signed up for the subscription service that that gives them the right now to just be a fucking like sex pest and i'm like yep. no no and there's no refunds either like shut the fuck up and then they get mad when they get timed out and they're like how could you do this to me I'm like look it's just like be a normal person if you're not a weird weird cunt like it's then you're good yeah you don't don't have yeah. to drag it out sometimes i've had a few people that have yeah I feel like I think they're always drunk when it happens, or there's some something going on. So it's a bit like yeah. now I feel like I'm 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 I, I don't want I, half the time I tell I'm, I don't feel bad at the same time you know I kind of tell them yeah well you know if if you're gonna come here and and make people feel uncomfortable like this isn't a therapy session but also I hope you're not you know I don't want to see you off yourself at the same time or I don't want to see you go and hurt people so yeah. It's, yeah, it's yeah for sure. It's tough, I, and I can't even imagine what it's like for a girl streamer to 
I feel so bad for them, man. What's like, even worse is like a new girl streamer that yep. has a small audience, and then you got like a couple oil princes in there that take control of the stream. <laughs> yep. You got the Saudi daddies in there, That's and then it. you're like, "What? What do I do?" Because like you know, they're now paying my rent, <laughs> and yeah, it's just like fuck. Like I can't just tell them to go fuck themselves because I actually low key want this money. Yeah, so you got to find the fine line between, I guess. <laughs> Unfortunately, what level of harassment you're willing to accept for them to pay your rent, right? Because then they they, they cross that line instantly. And I think the problem is it always seems to be right at the start of like a streaming career. Mm -hmm. And then you have to also just be mindful that there's always a high and then there's lows. But it's just like, yeah, I I feel really bad. Like a a lot of um, like... A lot of women, especially in the RuneScape community that I've, I've seen or interacted with that um, get into streaming or that are even just like on Twitter. I, I, I don't like the Twitter RuneScape space. I don't like the Twitch uh, RuneScape space. I've, I feel like there's a lot of just... There's a lot of sex pest energy that I just uh, I, I just stay away from it. That's why I also like being on YouTube because it's a completely different environment. And I'm not saying that everyone is like that and every streams like that, but you see the same people doing the same shit and it's just like... I'm not going to be that guy that, that, you know, calls you out in someone's chat. So I'm just going to avoid it. It's just, yeah. yeah it's unfortunate because sure. that's the internet at the same time, right? So I've been, um, I have been considering potentially trying out YouTube streaming and mm. I've, I've pulled on or I've, I've done one YouTube stream and it, it went surprisingly well. Yep. Like, Obviously, it was my first, so I don't know if it was just kind of like a more hype moment. But like, you know, I got up to 150 viewers, uh, and that's, that's fucking awesome, man. Yeah, yeah, and it was just like I was just having a discussion, and it felt like a completely different audience I was talking to. Like, it didn't. Maybe it's just like the names are all unfamiliar, so it just seems different. But when you go live on Twitch, I mean, you you have this group that kind of just kind of goes around twitch 24 7 like same this. people in the same chats they just yeah recycle yeah which isn't like a bad thing at all but like you do kind of start getting that kind of clickiness where there is yeah. a very strict culture to twitch and it seems to just circle around every stream and uh it's interesting so i think it would be almost refreshing to just try out youtube but the problem is is like i you know i don't it's like one of those things where it's like, do I stream on both? I mean, it would just be like a test drive, basically, to see what I like more. But um, it would be cool to just, yeah. I don't know. As far as I'm concerned, no one's ever been banned for stream for multi-streaming Twitch and YouTube. Yeah, you can't I know now either. They've, TOS. they've they've changed the TOS, so now you can openly stream on different things with at Twitch. the same time. Yeah, as a Twitch partner, you can stream on YouTube now. You oh, just oh oh sorry, awesome. you just can't do it at the very same time. Oh no! Yeah, see, I I I've done it at the very same time. I know people like Nine Rain do it as well. He'll do both mm. at the same time and just send it. Um, I I don't think anyone's ever been banned for actually doing that though. I'm not going to tell you to go ahead and do it, but yeah. I, I'm I'm always curious because I tried doing it again earlier this year, just doing both and seeing what happens. But um, and I didn't have any backlash from. It. I'm only an affiliate on Twitch though, but I don't um. I I try I endorse the youtube with streaming i i think that I, I would encourage people to try it well kind of do i do and i don't i don't want people to try it because i like having the monopoly but <laughs> i think as a like a creator yeah 
I do I do think that it provides, especially if you already have a YouTube channel, I think it provides a good um, avenue to grow your YouTube channel further. Like because the views and the watch time all count towards your channel, which if you don't have a, a if you're not a partner on YouTube yet is massive because watch time on streams is like ridiculously busted because if it's 10 people watching for half an hour, that's 10 half an hours only like within 30 minutes rather than it being like, three hours or whatever it is what like five hours so um but uh, it, it's just like it depends what you want from your stream service at the end of the day like you have a lot more creative freedom on youtube you don't really have to look over your shoulder when you look at or say certain things you the the video player is arguably better but the chat is less um it's it's less um the mod the mod system on youtube is fucking terrible compared to twitch's um and yeah. I, I do I do think Twitch has a better I like that with Twitch you can split your audio and that saves the VOD from being deleted. Oh but, true. Um you can't do that on YouTube. I've kind of come up with a over the past few years I've been trying to play the system. So I can play what kind of whatever almost whatever music I like without having copyright issues. YouTube won't ban you, you won't get a strike. You'll get a copyright claim or whatever, which I don't care about. Um, it doesn't affect your channel in, in any way negatively. You just don't get ad revenue for that stream, but I just turn it off so there's no harm to the viewer. Hmm. Um, but if you play it too much on stream, it'll like suspend it temporarily until you stop. Then it will just resume it. So it doesn't like end the stream. It just puts up a warning, um, which is annoying. So you just kind of have to try to play that system. There's a lot of copyright free music and a lot of remixes that are like really safe. So I've just kind of been trying to craft a playlist together that works really well with the system that is still enjoyable to listen to. But yeah, that is I, a little I, bit it, annoying. I, I feel like yeah, if I were to ever stream on YouTube, it, it would literally have to be just like stream beats, like Harris Heller, that shit. No, I, I don't even, I don't even think I'd play music. I would just try to yeah. go like the silent route where it's just conversation. It's based. on the RuneScape music, to be honest yeah. as well, if you were playing a game at least, but <laughs> If you're doing conversation based, yeah, you don't really need to have music, which is a, a bonus for that. But I, I think they they just provide discoverability is questionable because I don't think discoverability is really good on Twitch either because it's kind of like whoever's the most viewers is up the top, and then like whoever you raid or whoever you've seen gets promoted. Mm -hmm. But I don't have to try to drag people to Twitch from YouTube; they just subscribe to my videos, which is how it started out anyway. And then I go live, and they get told I'm live, so feel like the alert's already there for most people yeah it works well, out so, yeah there, there's there's things i wish they did better at the same time but um i definitely am, am biased of course and it's another topic bit of a controversial yep. one who are mm -hmm. your three favorite and least favorite osrs streamers slash content creators and why <laughs> yeah um <laughs> favorite I, I love T Papa Slice. He's the man. It, it just Yeah. He's good. Love T Papa. Um I, I'm a big fan of Jono too, um Tao Aris, who's on the GIM team. He's always just been a really stand up guy, just in general, as a creator and just as like a mate. Um, especially because a lot of um especially like the Australian RuneScape community, um uh, they're not a big fan of me and the way that I've presented myself towards the higher end of the gaming community for RuneScape over the past few years, but he's always just been like, he's been indifferent about it and always been a, a good guy. 
And he just like I love watching him get smashed on stream. Like his his chat abuses the fuck out of him with uh, getting him shit faced, which is always good content. Um, and then it probably the thing is I don't really watch too many content creators on RuneScape unless I'm like reacting. I would probably say Prison Joe as well. I know they're they're all streamers, but I think Prison Joe is just a really good hype man. Like if he was, if if like if there was any sort of commentating that needed to be done in old school runescape or in general like he's the guy to go to he's just fucking he knows how to bring the party so i that think would, he does a good job that would actually be crazy i'm just thinking right now yeah. like imagine prison joe and eviescape on a i feel like he, he could just really he brings a level of energy to any content no matter what like it's just yeah it, it, it's just like he, he could like he could like sell fucking ice to an eskimo and everyone would just love watching that shit happen like it wouldn't matter yeah, he have a black no, he's, up the whole he's, time. Just he's got unlimited energy. He used to do like 24-hour streams like every two weeks. Like he was just yeah. nuts. Yeah, he, he's, he's built this uh, different for sure. Yeah. He, he's he's good too. I enjoy watching him. As for Lee's favorite, I like, I don't really, I, I mean, <laughs> there's no one I really hate. I will be honest. Like people are expecting me to say did a bitter. And probably Eviscape, <laughs> but I, I don't hate them as creators. Like, so tell me, okay, this is this is. Um, yeah. Why do they hate you? <laughs> so I need to. Um, okay, this is. I'm. I, I oh, am out of. I. I don't know. I don't know all the oh. the controversy. I really don't. I'm never oh, like no. searching for it. Oh shit! Okay. So let's That's, hear it. If you don't well, mind. Well, welcome if, to the rabbit hole. No, I, I don't mind. Okay. Just, um, yeah, so... Because I like both of them. I like both. I like yeah. Bitter Bitter and I like Eviescape. So I, I want to know and this, you know, well, I, just, I just want to hear. Yeah, there, there, was, uh, there was some head clashing um, at some point. So what happened was it was before... It was before the, like, the Rev boss, the Rev K's boss came out. Um, so it was also before League 3, I believe. Do you know the... the um, the world boss in the in the revs case before that came out there was a period where like did a bit it was pretty much he was just uploading videos and it was peaking but also complaining oh jax isn't fixing the wilderness they're not doing anything about pvp they don't care about the wilderness i'm not making any more pvp content i don't like this but then proceeded to just keep doing it and making uploading the videos so when that rev boss came out i thought that was great for the wilderness and i said i do like these weekly news videos and when it came out, I was like, oh, this is good. Maybe did a bit of will finally shut the fuck up for a week. And I didn't think it was that big of a deal to say, but he took that quite personally. Um, and like him and Nevis <laughs> commented like, like, this is this Eminem looking ass motherfucker, like talking shit. And he's like, the last time I used your nightmare guide. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, and then I saw Skiddler was live and Eviescape was on camera as well. So they were like both live on his stream. I was like, oh, I'll go by and say hi and just see if anything happens, just to stir some shit. And then Eviscape saw me, recognized my name. He, like, he texted Ditter, so then he came to the chat. And they were just like wondering what the hell was, like, why I said that, who do I think I am. And I was like, I'm just like vibing, man. I'm just making content. And I thought it was funny to say. And then Ditter was like, oh, I'll fucking submit you in the octagon. Fuck you. You know, he was like, you know, he was mad at me for it, spam yeah. typing. And I was like, all right, dude. But then I was like, like all jokes aside, I don't know how to PK. I'd like, I'd like, like, would you mind teaching me? Do you mind? Do you mind showing me how to PK? I'd love to. I'd love to try it. Not trying to be be an asshole or anything, but he was like, yeah, jump on TeamSpeak. So I was like, okay, he's just 
yeah, okay. You, I go on there, you, you're getting into my computer. Fuck that. Uh, but I did, d- then I DM'd him on Twitter. And I was like, yeah, look, I was only, like, I didn't want to blow up in like skidless stream checks. That's not fair on him. Like, even if he was like enjoying it or whatever. But legit, I'd love to learn to PK if you ever want to like, you know, talk about it. I didn't mean to upset you guys. I, I, I've got it here like word for word somewhere. Um, yeah, I was like, unironically, I, I couldn't understand half the shit being said in the stream. But um, if you're confused or bothered or upset by what I said in the video, I'm happy to provide context and like, you know, make sense of it. There's no hate towards you. I just, you know, had a differing opinion on some stuff that you were saying, and I thought it was funny to put in the video. Um, and yeah, I was like, yeah, no hard content. No, so no hard feelings. Um, happy to provide context and talk about it, but I didn't want to do that to Skidler's stream. Um, yeah, that's when I realized that they actually didn't like it, and like because of the way that Evie Skate reacted. So, but I didn't get a response from that. Um, and I was like, I mean, he said he'd submit to me in the octagon. So I was like, you know, it'd be funny and good content. If there was a boxing match, not because I want to box him, not because I want to fight him, but I just think that was like the trend at the time with all the YouTube boxing. And I was like, if there was like a big boxing event within RuneScape, the RuneScape creators, like who the fuck wouldn't want to watch that? That that sounds like, <laughs> like, like you, you, everyone would want to watch it. You want to see RuneScape creators beat the fuck out of each other? Yeah. Like, so I was like, why don't we do this? Set up a boxing match, had no response, had nothing for ages. Um... There was like subtle, like, like I'll say something on Twitter and then like did it would like quote tweet it, like trying to mock me on other people's streams, uh, on other people's uh, tweets and everything. And then it just kind of went silent um, for a while. And then there was the Golden Gnomes last year. No, early this year, I, I looked at the nominees and there was one specific person on there that I wasn't the nicest about um, for about a... I know, it was like a 30 minute video. I'd say like maybe five minutes of that video was me like covering so someone I don't like. There's someone I genuinely don't like. I wouldn't put them on this list though for the tweet because I don't class them as a content creator. But um, then he, I, I think what happened was, this is my my take on the situation. I think Ditter Bitter took that and saw that opportunity because it looked like everyone was against me for my opinion on that because she happened to be a woman. So people were just like saying I'm sexist and everything, which is completely out of context. But then... Yeah, Ditter was like, oh, this is a good opportunity to make a drama video. So he put out a video, but the problem with that video was, and like, it was, the first 15 seconds of that video was him, he he word for word stole a most critical intro, and I've got the video that I uploaded to my channel. Like, he, he most critical put a video out 10 days before that, and then he just, yeah, word for word took the intro, it couldn't even one take it and then tried to like i guess burn me for the next 20 minutes in the video it was really poorly done um i don't really class it as drama because it was kind of just like a, a nothing burger at the end of the day but it just like kind of spiraled out of control within like the pvp community as well mm. um they were all really yeah some people were really hype about it most people that didn't support me on my end of it either already didn't like me or never watched my response i found so I just dis- disregarded their takes and I, I, I write them off immediately because, I mean, you. I, I feel like if you're in that situation, especially as a creator, you deserve to have your side heard before people start ragging on other people. Like, you should be able to hear both sides of the story and seeing what's happening. But, yeah, it kind of just, like, spun out of control. And I was just trying to have a, have a, have a laugh the whole time. But since then, I, I know that it's been, like... It's it's evident Ditter doesn't like me. He avoids me. I'm I'm confident to say that 
I don't, I don't want to rag too much on on your platform, of course, but I, I think it's no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind yeah. Uh, this. Yeah, this is all my my opinion and what I see, but I I, I think he's he's scared of interacting with me. Um, I don't know. I, I don't think Eviscape necessarily dislikes me. He probably dislikes me more than hates me. But I, I just think um, people always like try to come to me with, "Oh, did you see? Did it? Did this? Did you see Evie did this?" I don't really care. Like I don't dislike them as creators or anything. I, I I wouldn't go out of my way to watch them. But it's not like it's not like I have any hate towards them. I I love winding people up. So if I see the opportunity to wind up did a bit, I'm going to fucking jump on it because it's fun and it's mm. easy. And I, I personally don't think he's smart enough to do anything about it the right way at least, and it's been evident. So, um, yeah, that that's kind of that's that whole situation. That's the TLDR. So um, is that like all the drama? Like, is there because I mean, there's there are tomato emojis in the. Um, um I, in the I don't replies. know. Well, that might be the. I mean, because the drama was like. That could be for a number of reasons, to be honest. There's, like, I've been. It, it. I don't know what the tomatoes for, because I don't know. This guy's from fucking Finland, so his problem could be just uh, anything. I don't know, and I don't know anything about this Yoda's Yoda. But it's likely they're either followers of people that are his friend, uh, his fans, or whatever. Um, I'm not sure. I've not looked into it, but yeah. Some, I mean, a lot of people that were in that watched the drama unfold likely didn't hear my side or didn't care to hear my side. They probably already didn't like me. So I just never paid any attention to it. Like the tomatoes, I was like, yeah, okay, well. I see. Good. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's something valuable, you know? No, nah, no. Nah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's easy. First of all, online to just pick a side, not get the yep, full easy. details on things and yep. just follow suit with what it looks like the majority of people are doing. Um, yep. Now, as I've stated already a few times, and people, I feel like generally know I'm not like a drama seeker. Like I, like I, I will literally be oblivious to people's past, or I, yeah, I just don't care as long yeah. as they're not being an asshole currently. Like as long as like they've yeah. shown, like if they, if nothing they've done has been actually harmful, or they've deeply apologized and made changes when it has been harmful. Like it's just like you got to give people another chance. Yeah, I, I think especially as a creator in a creator space, someone with an audience as an influence, you, you need to give people the benefit to say their piece, even if all the evidence points towards like against them, you know, like you should be you should be allowed to have your voice heard before getting your audience to rally against someone else. Because that's what kind of happened with the Ditter thing. So I just I just wrote off a bunch of creators as like I went to a, a certain creator stream and he like didn't watch my side didn't care for it but then like kind of just rallied his viewers against me and i was like okay that was kind of weird and like if you were in that position i'm sure you'd want to have people hear what you have to say i don't care if you listen to what i have to say but i think you should if you're going to have an opinion on it you should listen to what is being said before just kind of misquoting and and, and uh backing up facts that you can't even verify yourself but that's just the internet as well like if it's viewers like these people throwing tomatoes i don't know who the fuck they are they 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 don't matter anyway no one's listening to them so like interesting that's just, that's, well, that's, that's, that's a viewer standpoint in my opinion yeah well thanks thanks for uh getting now i have a little bit of that lore background which <laughs> yeah. I, was, I was i was interested in yeah that's a, that's an interesting um, that was an interesting period this year, but in terms of creators, I just yeah, least favorite creators. I I really don't. 
I from what I've seen in terms of content, I don't think there's anyone that like I think shouldn't be making content at the moment. Like, yeah, I, it's. <laughs> I I don't really think of it. Oh, there is one actually. Yeah. Um, what's his name? I missed. I got his name wrong the other day. Low budget IRS. I don't like that guy. Oh yeah, but, that that I've I actually yeah. I did hear about the controversy regarding that, and yeah, they're yeah. Yeah, have, uh, to he, be fair, he, I haven't heard his side, but it doesn't seem like I need to hear well, his side because uh, yeah, he got a lot of evidence. Yeah, stole a bunch of money and um, then like hate rated uh, someone because they're a woman, and then his son like fully endorses it. I, I I don't know if he he hasn't verbally endorsed it, but when I brought it up to his son, he's completely like avoided the subject or tried to twist it or just straight up like reported me on Twitter. So like. <sighs> Jesus yeah. Christ. It's yeah, I yeah, I don't like him. He's a problem. And then like his mods were like trying to like uh blackmail people or not bla blackmail but like, you know, DM and get people to not report him. No, no, don't give him another chance. Like, nah, he's a he's a bit of a he's a bit of a not good person. Yeah, I did I did hear that. Um Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's uh, uh that's a good take. Okay. Mm. Rebel Montana <laughs> uh, has three questions. How did the term Condor Country get started? Uh, fuck me. So Rebel Montana is a viewer of mine. Everyone's living in Rebel's world when you when you're discussing shit that he talks about. So just he's um he's a fucking character. <laughs> the con the term Condor Country doesn't exist. All right, Rebel, fuck off. <laughs> it's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> so there's no, nothing more to that just it doesn't no, exist there's okay. nothing more to that i'm not <laughs> giving him that <laughs> okay. um have you gotten any cool gifts from viewers yeah rebel montana sent me a gummy bear which lit my insides the fuck up it was like a carolina reaper gummy bear that wasn't Jesus. a cool gift though but yeah uh, you I knew it was he... though like you knew it was carolina yeah. reaper before okay it wasn't like yeah. just a gummy bear <laughs> that you thought nah, he, he, he didn't try to spike me or anything okay. no it was a real thing it was the most uncomfortable like three hours <sighs> inside of me of my life after the stream I, but he's um i mean he personally has i'm, I'm assuming he sent this <laughs> he, he tweeted this just so that he could get the shout out which yeah shout out to rebel he sent me a bunch of cool shit like a lot of i mean i don't follow nfl but like he sent me a bunch of uh, raiders stuff for me and my son like a shirt with um numbers on it and, and our names on it which is really cool um and then I got like a couple of boots as well that I do shoeys out of because I, I live too far away from my my shoe person now, so I can't get more shoes <laughs> or shoeys. But yeah, I, I, I used to have a shoe person. <laughs> I uh, ate a ghost pepper whole uh, once, yeah, and fuck um, that. I was actually like in like I couldn't sleep. Like it was nighttime yeah. when I ate it, and then uh, my stomach was burning so bad I thought I had to go to the hospital. Like I, I thought yeah. I was gonna need to like get it extracted from me somehow. It's uh, it's one of the most unpleasant experiences eating eating shit that spicy. It's just like you, you only do it just to like you, you do it because someone's getting you to do it. You don't do it for for enjoyment. Yeah, it's absolutely. Not fun. Yeah, no way. Um, would you make Rebel Montana a mod on your stream if he sends a donor of <laughs> or a dono of a thousand dollars? I. <clears throat> I don't believe that people should be modded because they donate a lot because that then creates parasocial problems down the line. And I'm not a sellout. 
However, in this case, yes, I will. However. <laughs> All right, you heard it. You heard it. You heard the however. Okay. Um, let's see. Donovan just says, no questions, just appreciate the funny, no bullshit guides, and saving me from reading the weekly updates. Thank you, Beast. Oh, yeah. Um, 22 or 221 fart uh, asks, what in your opinion would make the Varlamore Coliseum a Grand Slam update? Um, that's a tricky one because the, as the more hyped things get, the easier it is to be let down by it. Look at Cyberpunk, for example. So people are really loving this blue inferno idea right and then they they want something that is as engaging and as difficult and in-depth as the inferno is um and i think it, it needs to tick those boxes to really i think while, while a lot of low, low low less experienced players won't be able to do it immediately like they did the inferno look at the inferno now as, it, as opposed to when it was um first released barely anyone could do it now Still, barely anyone can do it. They get that you know they pay to do it, but there are people that can now do the inferno. You learn, and then you gradually become better at the game, and then you get your inferno. Cape. Then you start doing multiple KCs, and then you get your Zuck helmet. But I bet the first time the inferno came out, you you probably couldn't. You, you could barely pray flick pro- properly. So, I think for it to be a grand slam update, I think it needs to meet those expectations. I don't know if it can. The J mods are smarter than me, obviously, with with game development and all that shit. And they've they've not really let me down in that aspect in the past. So, if they can achieve something that is more difficult and more fun than the or just as fun as the Inferno is, um, like they kind of did with the Awakened Leviathan, um, I think that would be the ultimate update. I don't think it needs to be that big, but given the amount of uh, hype people are putting behind that idea it's, it's mostly just end game players to be honest but if you can satisfy the end game players you'll you'll satisfy the whole community eventually because everyone will like well not everyone but people will gradually get to that level people then learn to do that sort of content people that couldn't do theater of blood can now do it people that couldn't do expert tos are now doing expert tos just as you practice and you develop yourself as a player so if you can satisfy the the highest level of um pvmers you set a benchmark for people to then try and reach. I, I think that's what they need to try and do. Whether they can, I don't know. I'd like to think they can. I don't know how limiting the engine is in this aspect. But I think what we saw from bosses like Vardavis gives me hope that they have, like the whole clicking on the screen OC thing, like adding things like that. Who would have thought that would ever be in RuneScape? Yeah, for real. So that, that, that kind of came out of nowhere. And you're like, oh shit, this is like, what else can they do with mechanics like that? It doesn't all have to be clicking on the screen, but like, where else can that can they go? Because you you you're always surprised with some of the shit that they pull off. So yeah, I, I think they need to really. It it should be. I think it needs to be harder than the Inferno, or more prestigious at least than the Inferno to be a Grand Slam. But it, it doesn't need to be to be a, a successful update. Those are two different things, I think. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I was talking to Lake and Puggin just last week on the Coliseum. Mm. I don't really know much about it, nor nor does really anybody. But um. I really hope that it's one of those things that's like a uh, enraged mechanic or not, whatever it's called, where it's like you can see your loot before yeah. you well, move it's, on it's to the next wave. A gauntlet, but not like the gauntlet. Yeah, 
yeah. then I really hope that it's limitless. Like I hope like you can continually go and push the limits like even further because I would love to see people like Port Kazard or like Wooks or just any god gamer just go hella far and it never ends. Yeah. As much as I love having entry level like um opportunities in content like TOA and like now Tob, I think it would be best if it doesn't have it either on release or at all, which in my opinion was a problem with Todd's release, but that's also what really made Tob for the end game that's what separated the men from the boys, you know, like that's what really drove people to want to PVM. It also drove people to be really slimy and gatekeep the content, which is the drawback from it. But you didn't really have that with the Inferno because it was either, I mean, people pay for content. They're always going to pay for the content to be completed. You can't stop that. But people that wanted to actually achieve the Inferno didn't have to rely on being taught by other people in the raid. Like you didn't have to pay GP for someone to, to teach you to do bloat mm-hmm. or to do to do tob. So I think if they don't have such an easy entry, it'll probably succeed more as endgame PVM. But that does make it less engaging for the majority of the player base, which is then a drawback for I, I don't I don't know what's more important, to be honest. I I can't I think for the game it's probably more important to have entry level access or some some sort of entry level access, but maybe at the level of like a the gauntlet is a pretty decent middle ground because that, that's got a, a, a good level of like um, difficulty without it being taxing on the people trying to learn a lot of the time. So just finding that balance, I think. Yeah. So let me just ask, because like clearly like mm-hmm. you are just dedicated to Iron Man mode at this point in group Iron Man. Um, yep. Like what, really got you hooked onto iron man mode i know this is kind of like a little bit of a tangent but i just want to know like what was the thing when you first started that really got you hooked was it some sort of skill was it just like progressing your Um, account in the early days or what to be honest my situation is a bit unique i had a i used to have a a contact inside jagex so i knew group iron was coming out 12 months before it was even announced. So we had planned our team very early on. And so there was just that that sort of buzz to like get ready for it. And when it was coming, it was like finally here. And we just had this, this five-man team that I would always raid with anyway. Two of them were my mates in real life who have now moved the accounts onto other people. Uh, we kept the prestige, but um, they just don't play anymore. And it's it just the way we progressed, like we had someone who was a, a nerd at Iron Man and he just like had all the supplies coming in and I was able to go and push my quest cape. I got my quest cape within two months on the Iron Man and I didn't think that was possible to for me to do at least. I didn't think I'd be that committed to it, but it just kind of like, I think it helped being kind of burnt out on the main because I was just tobbing every day and it, it got boring doing tob that, that much. Um, so I, th- I think it was just the refreshing grind and that sense of achievement that you kind of don't get as a main, like unlocking or even even just like getting your first Bofa. It's like, it's better. The it, the enhanced weapon seed is better as a Bofa than it is as 90 mil. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it just feels, it's just different, man. And then, like, like it's an you, actual you thing you can only get from that piece of yeah, content as well. That's it. I, I feel uncomfortable playing on my main. Like if, if I get, if I go for a, a raid on top with the guys and I pull a cipher on my main when that could have been the gym or the hardcore, like how long is it going to be till I see another one? Like, yep. <laughs> fuck. 
So I, I, ha I guess that makes me anxious to play my main. So I just PK on the main now. That's it. Like the Woody Boss rework really brought me back and well, brought me into PKing uh, properly, I guess. Um, but yeah, it was just playing the Iron Man, having you... the anticipation going into it. Yeah. So you say you PK. Do you ever play Dead Man modes? I played the last two Dead Man modes. Um, I played not the the one we just did, the one Reborn, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not which that is, one. I guess was it was a bit. I played I played Reborn. It was a bit of a oh, mistake okay. because that's where they had like the life system, and I think that was a fucking terrible idea. Um, and like I I was doing pretty well, and then I got to the dig site, and that place is just locked the fuck down by clans with cheat clans. Like people see me coming before I've even rendered them on my screen, and I'm dead. And I was like, okay, I'm not playing this shit. Um, and then same, kind of the same again this year. I played this year, but I just kind of, I, I safely got to raids. We did some raids. We pulled back-to-back -back purples and cocks. And then I was kind of done. Mostly because I'm so focused on this hardcore Iron Man now. Like, I just can't stop playing it. But also, I find that it's not the same for PvP because a lot of it is, eventually you're going to run into a clan. Eventually, there's content you've got to do where there is someone who is playing longer than you, um, getting funded money that you don't that you can't compete with, and then you're just fucked. And you could rebuild pretty quickly, but I, I just I feel like I'm, I'm more of a PKer than a PVPer. I'll, I'll happily PVP and I'll throw down with with someone in the wood if I run into them, provided I'm not completely outgeared. But I just um like once you once you run into someone who's running like javelins and a vls and a void waker and i'm sitting here with my fucking whip it's like yeah i'm i'm gonna get turned inside out real quick here so it just yeah it, it's it's more for in my opinion it's more for people in in clans or that want to piggyback off of um like other people to go out in teams and i didn't have any interest in that so otherwise i did have fun but it's a once you've once the first week's over once you've made your gold you just dip is what most people were doing uh, i found Okay, here's a topic from Revis or Revus. Um, if you could update any skill in the game, which would it be and what would you like to see added? And I'm also just going to exclude mining from here. Yeah, I was going to say, let's not say mining yeah. after the start of this. Um, <laughs> update which skill, uh, update any skill in the game, which would it be and what would you like to see added? I. Um, I mean, I think the easy answer... Oh, no, it's not really. I was going to say agility, but... The thing um, is, is, like, agility really could be updated for the earlier levels yeah. because it really just seems like you just do rooftops until at That's some it. point you want to do sepulcher if you even do want to do that. And if you don't do rooftops, then you don't get the graceful. It feels mandatory. That's fine. Yeah. But then it's, it's rooftops until either you go prif or you go sepulcher, which I don't think is really worth until level 82 and so Prif is literally four. just rooftops basically like that's it's just it the, it's Prif the is same mechanics rooftop. yeah um and if you're an iron man it's like if you're not doing rooftops you're like wh where, where are you gonna get your stamina from like you're just kind of fucked yeah so it does feel like it kind of just i mean it's boring as shit it, it, it is I, I do not enjoy running rooftops i try to do agility i'm sorry alking while i do it but how do you like what do you just set up a treadmill so you get 20k xp an hour like shooting stars <laughs> and, and getting fuck all out of it like it was actually I, mean, I, should, I didn't suggest that because people might want that but yeah like you know what do you 
I so, feel like it could be. I think shortcuts are a bit underwhelming. I I made a bit of a I made a video a while ago, which was just a bit of a, a opinion on making run energy irrelevant outside of combat in certain zones, so that you didn't have to rely on your run running out when doing birdhouse runs, farm runs, running from like Lumbridge to Varrock. But if you're in the wilderness, in an instance, in raids, in combat, then your run starts to deplete and acts as normal, just to make it more let less inconvenient for people that just want to fucking run around. Yeah, there, I think there, if yeah. There's Sorry. a lot of um it, it's really it's really tough to say when cuz I would love a just energy rework like running and walking rework like yeah. entirely, but it's really hard to know where to pinpoint that without making stamina's completely obsolete and without yeah. making like like in blast furnace you'd still make run energy matter so people would still use stamina's there. Um, as, soon, as soon as you enter combat, it starts like if you get hit by a dragon running through under the mist guild, your run energy will start to drain. But then, when you're out of combat, it will start to recharge. Things like that could, like that could help, I think. And it, that might just make the skill. But then again, it might make it less like people will be less designed to train it. But I, I think shortcuts are also really underwhelming. The only ones that matter, in my opinion that I can uh, recall are the ones in the rev caves to escape PKs. Like, those are big. Um, the ones for runecrafting, like the, the true blood altar. Um, otherwise, half the time, it's, like, more convenient to just fucking run around <laughs> the shortcut than actually do it. Like, the cow fight layer is really good as well. But, like, the one for the hydra is, I, I think, slower than running around to, towards the hydra, which was, the, the point was just so you don't take damage, but... That was so I like, stupid. I like they, they, the shortcut, like... Hydra, instant. Yeah. hydra and wyverns. They, they added a shortcut to yeah. wyverns. And even that, they add this fucking black screen for like 20 seconds. Yeah. Like, stop it. I would be it. opposed to removing the shortcut animations. Like, I don't need to see my guy climb under the fucking wall. Just, like, put me on the other side of the wall. Like in... uh. Your nil when you click the the, the wall. Yes, I mean, thank I just you. Do that. Like I, I don't need to see myself. Maybe in the wilderness for the sake of like interrupting PvP and like animations, but like yeah, or just just, just make the animation fast. Like it, yeah. even if like your nil wall like just had some crazy animation where your dude just like one ticks fucking climbs over somehow. Like just do it's it, but make it just yeah, just make it just as fast. Yeah, yeah. I think that that would be really nice. That would make. That would at least make the shortcuts feel more worth it. Like, if you're running to Port Saren from Draenor, you're not going to use the wall half the time. Some people do, but, like, you know that you're barely... I, th I think you're only saving, like, a second or something. Um, so I, I think agility could, could do with some uh, quality of life. Yes, for sure. Totally um, agree. Yeah, because, like, Brimhaven Agility Arena isn't... Like, it's if you do it consistently and never miss a ticket for, like, a thousand hours, then you're getting like better XP per hour than Artie Rifttops, I'm pretty sure, but you have to be consistent. You can't really afford to stand still. And that's a thousand minutes of just grabbing tickets. And then you gotta turn them all in. And then how many marks of grace did you just miss? Yeah. No they doing that, you know? Like, I, I actually do like the classic Brimhaven or uh yeah, Brimhaven course. Yeah, I used to fuck with it a lot, but then I just But it's just not rewarding yeah. at all. I mean it's just yeah. like they if they were to buff the XP of that place and make it so... Um, well, one of the things I, th I thought would be really cool... I actually made a video specifically on this like a year and a half ago or something. Is like 
Just make it so the ticket dispensers are local to you. And as soon as you click one, it goes to the next one immediately. Yeah. So there isn't like this awkward shot. downtime of just like, what the hell am I doing? Yeah, here? one a minute. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. That'd be really that's fun. Not a, that's, that's not a bad buff because the the I think it, it, it being higher XP per hour than rooftops is a good trade-off for you getting nothing but XP out of it as opposed yes. to marks. And you can't really... I mean, you could out while doing it, but you won't be able to out as effectively too. So that's probably not a bad balance. That would be um, really cool yeah, if they yeah. did that. Yeah, that's not too bad actually. Yeah, that, that place needs some love because it really... I mean, that really is... When I think of... When I was playing in 2004, 2005, that Brimhaven course, that was like so badass i just remember entering there and i'm like agility is the coolest skill in this entire game because yeah, of this course I, I do i do enjoy running it it's just yeah not worth it but that's where i got my first ever pet i remember oh, i got it at like i got i think it was like 55 agility i got the pet and then i went to work and i came home and the pet was gone and i was like what the fuck what because the... you can't have followers in there so it logged in invisible oh i see so I, I left i tried to go back in and the parrot's like, you can't go in there with followers. And I'm like, there is no fucking follower. Like, what? I can't see him, but I just had to relog. But like, yeah, that was like my first pet. I was like, yeah, wow. that's, that's badass. That's fucking So sick. I have a bias. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that would be... Uh, there's obviously, like, every skill needs to be updated at the end of the day. But we just... There's just simple balancing changes that could be made mm. that would just make the experience way better for most skills. Okay. Um... Arcus asks, who was the first content creator you really got into? And uh, he also wants to know when you got, or when you first started playing RS. Um, I first started playing RS in, like, miniclip days, early, early on. Brief, brief memories of classic, but, like, early 2000. Three, I'd say you could you could argue is when I really started to play as a kid. Took a break, did the same break everyone did. Every so often you stop and you start. Got a console, so I stopped playing RuneScape. Then I started playing RuneScape. Then ESC happened and I stopped. And then I've been playing old school RuneScape since day one. Um, but it, content uh, was it the first content credit you really got into? I, I think there like there wasn't really one. There kind of still isn't one, really. Like, I've never really sat there and watched whole, like, a fat chunk of any RuneScape series, I don't think. Like, I've watched everything, like, PJ and T. Piper have put up recently. I've watched a fair bit of, like, Tasty and shit, of course. I watched a lot of Solar Mission, I guess, back in the day. But, yeah, maybe it probably would be Solar Mission. Because I, I honestly never even watched um, Swampletics. I, I never watched any of Settled's. I only watched the last two, the, the movies he did. Hmm. I just never got into like uh, snowflake stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I never, I never really watched it until yeah his last two movies. Um, obviously, I watched Gilnor Games when that comes out. Um, but otherwise, yeah, there's not really anyone that really stood out. Um, okay, that's fair. To me. Um, yeah. Well, that's interesting. You brought up Gilnor Games because his next question is: Would you participate in Gilnor Game Games if given the opportunity? I. I, I think I would. Part of me, like obviously, it'd be great um, for exposure, and you know, it'd be great fun to do and, and work with other creators. Of course, there's no denying that. The only problem I have is what I don't like about like most collaborations is that I then have to 
do something about it. I have to make sure that I'm free. I have to have. I have to rely on people. I have to have people rely on me. So I, I mean, I'll make the I'll make the commitment where I have to. But the thought of it is like, fuck. Man. Like, yeah, okay. If I get voted off week one, sweet. I've only got to do a little bit of work. But it, like, if I'm on there until like the final weeks, that's months of like making sure I'm awake at hours I don't want to be fucking awake at. To, to yeah. You know? yeah so, yeah yeah no i i feel it i feel yeah. it i'm just so, laughing because it's, it's so <laughs> fucking yeah just relatable yeah okay but, but the, the opportunity gun games provides obviously outweighs that like if, if if given the opportunity yeah i would like there's very little reason for me to say no at the end of the day absolutely mm. okay frick banks asks will you be the first group iron man with a zuck helm um I probably could have if I never started a hardcore, but probably not because I'm too invested in the hardcore. The problem that my team has with Zuck helmets is we just don't have the gear. Like we have one Scythe, one Tebow, no Shadow. We just can't, we can't catch a Shadow. Um, and even then, that we still need more than that for the team group iron, um, like all the speed runs and stuff. But like, if we had the gear, I, I would have. Um, tried to push for it a lot more. I'm I'm pretty close to master. I'm like seventy points off master. I just haven't like played it properly since the hardcore started. So probably not now. But I, I reckon I could have given it a good shot if I didn't make this hardcore. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Now. Uh, uh. So. Well, I guess it's not really as related. I was just curious if you have any thoughts on if they're going to make the uh, awakened versions of the Desert Treasure Two bosses part of the Zuck helmet. Do you have any thoughts on that? Like, we don't know if they are or not, but like, um, if it's a, a if task, it's going to be a requirement. Yeah, if it's going to be a task. Oh, it, I would say it's absolutely going to be. It, it would. It would. It's got to be a grandmaster task to get one kill, right? Or at least a kill under a certain time. Even I would say. See, that's what I'm thinking. I'm. I'm thinking it will be, and it'll just be, just get a KC. It, it'll either be. It'll either be just a KC because they they should have done these combat tasks by now. It's yeah, I'm surprised they haven't. Yeah. For so real. am I. I thought they were going to do it last week. They might do it this week, but I think um, it, it depends what sort of times they're seeing and what sort of strategies they're seeing. They might try and make they might make it a master to get a kill, but then grandmaster to get a kill under a certain time. I think while that's a bit excessive, I think that'd be like that. I think that's also a good thing because that that adds that element of challenge people are probably looking for when going for the Zuck Helm. Mm-hmm. Probably pain in the ass, but as long as the time isn't like. When Fasani Nightmare Challenges first came out, it was like almost impossible to get that the original like seven fifteen or whatever it was before they changed it. Yeah, like that, was, <laughs> that was that was crazy. I actually yeah. got it. I got like a six fifty nine. I was like, let's fucking Fuck go. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, that that really was insane. Like it was genuinely just RNG. Just yeah. pray to God. Yeah. With it Max Gear. Like, why? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Whoa is wondering about the mole slipper manipulation. So I also saw just some brief tweets on that. About. No, never what is that? We, we got to no. hear it. We got to hear I don't know what you're talking about. What's nope. going on with the mole slippers? You didn't see anything. There's no mole. No. So, For legal reasons, this has nothing to do with me. There was also something regarding third age manipulation. Uh, and apparently there was like a huge dump lately. Like people were yeah, like... Yeah, I think it's just a couple of... I think it's like... A handful of people buying and selling their own third age to drive the price up. Mm. Um, I think the axe has gone up because of the forestry announcements. 
and people are going to want the two-handed third age axe so there's they're just playing on that hype i see but like people are putting third age pickaxes on the forums for sale for like six to seven bill uh but like are they actually getting sold for that much i fucking doubt it like there's a difference between listing a price of an item and actually making the sale so um in terms of manipulation i think people are just i reckon it's a it's either a clan or a group of people like trying to drive the price up and hoping that someone tries to buy in on it as it's rising before it's too late because I, I can't see any other reason why people would be fucking with it like there's no benefit to owning third age except to flex like, and just flex, to, right? I, yeah. I mean when you have so much money it's like what else are you gonna buy yeah so um i think that's probably what's happening Okay. In my opinion, but yeah, as for the mole slippers, I um, I I can't speak on that legally, but they seem to be on the rise to hit <laughs> thirty mil and be worth more than primordials very soon. Oh so if I was to invest, I would right now. But see, uh, yeah, when are we when are we able to attach a primordial crystal to mole slippers? Oh please, that that'll be good. Are you fucking crazy? The the primordial the, yeah primordials yeah, there, there, yeah, there you go jagex good idea yeah um okay actually there's somebody's just uh, somebody named duke is just whenever i see duke now i just think of duke mining uh <laughs> this is gonna be the greatest forestry debate of all time what are your thoughts on forestry i honestly haven't had the chance to do forestry yet huh. so I've, I've done a little bit um, on the release day, and then I did, um, like, I was, like, running rooftops in Sears Village with my axe, and some dickhead was, like, cutting trees, but wasn't doing the forestry update, so I did it, and I just got it in time, and I just spent the whole time, like, calling him an idiot for not doing it, like, why the fuck aren't you helping me, what's wrong with you? So, um, <laughs> that was good fun, but I haven't actually got Priff done on my hardcore yet, so I... I figured the press probably the best place to do it, so I just haven't touched it yet. But from what I've seen, like, I know a lot of people aren't very happy with it, or they feel like it was kind of a wasted update, or it's pointless changes. I I haven't seen like any like directly negative impacts to the game in terms of like, I guess integrity or or it's uh um like just implementing it I, I don't feel like it's actually set the game back it might just, it might feel like a bit of a waste of an update for some people but yeah i, I don't think it's actually bought like it, I, I have a similar opinion to shooting stars i guess like it's it's done nothing but bring more people into the skill that otherwise wouldn't have trained it i think i mean you can go to the woodcutting guild and avoid it altogether that's what i do i just woodcut magic logs in the guild because it's just easier to bank and i don't have to fuck with the forestry because i afk woodcutting anyway so Okay, interesting. Yeah, I've, I've talked about uh, forestry so much. I'm just like, ugh, I don't even want to share my yeah, thoughts. No, that, it's just, yeah. Um, but it is cool knowing that you know some people really enjoy the update, and I'm, I'm okay with you know an update coming out. People enjoy it. I try, even if I'm not a huge fan, I just try to be like, okay, you know what? Like, yeah, give it a shot and see what it's about at least. Yeah. Okay, um, let's see. Comms Rad. Uh, he's he says, oh, ask yeah. if he's willing to do a shoey right now. No. Are you willing to? I'm not. No. It's <laughs> four twenty. Shout out four twenty in the morning. 
And uh, I've only got two beers left that I need to be ready for the subathon with, so I'm going to pass on that. Okay. I mean, look. <laughs> I mean, I could. No, you don't need to. That's fine. I, mean, um, I, I could put it in the. I could put it in there if you put it on the video if you wanted. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. All right. All right. Okay. Kiosk Bane asks hypothetically, what Australian animal would you like to see as a PVM encounter? I'm just thinking. Um, I'm just thinking a kangaroo. That's all I know. Yeah. Um, kangaroo encounter would be could, actually be pretty badass. You could do a boxing kangaroo, kind of like Tekken did. I mean, everyone in my chat is confident they could take on a kangaroo in a fucking fist fight, which I'm confident they 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 couldn't. But yeah, I reckon like a, a, a mad kangaroo boss would actually be pretty sick. I mean, koalas are just too fat and lazy. They're, they're just, they're shit. So we, we don't really need koalas. And then you've got, what else do we have? Wombats are just fat and shit, but they're in the water. Platypuses. You could, I mean, you could do like a zebac sized platypus. That'd be pretty cool. But, um, or like an, an echidna. Is, is it an echidna, I think? Or it's kind of like an, it's kind of like a porcupine, I guess. But, mm. no, I think kangaroo is the easy answer, but probably the best answer as well. Yeah. I, can't, I mean, a kangaroo fight. Imagine this. In the desert. Yeah. yeah, imagine a desert encounter with a kangaroo, but you can only box it. Like, like you can't <laughs> yeah, use you a have weapon. To have boxing gloves, even? <laughs> no, no, not boxing gloves. You just like fist fight. Just straight up fisting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, straight up fist fight. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, no, that th that wouldn't be too bad. Even if it was like a a slay monster, and then the superior encounter was like it had to be unarmed. And it's just like this really fucking tedious fight where he's just kicking the shit out of you and you're like trying dude, to punch this kangaroo. Dude, imagine <laughs> they came out with a new skin. So instead of like sailing or maybe even on top of sailing, like imagine they came out with martial arts skill. So this skill oh, is all... in a can of worms here, dude. <laughs> dude, th this skill is all about fighting with no armor and no weapons, but you get really hella good at it. And so you have like gauntlet challenges and stuff where it's just you and like who, who knows like maybe martial arts would introduce like um different styles of attack where like you could just attack super fast and like rabbit and have like special attacks with your fists and like special attacks with your kicks <laughs> stuff as, as, dope as, as dangerously close to eoc as that sounds wait do, wait, do they me, do that in, in runescape 3 well it reminds me more of when they added like that monk class to wow and it was like everyone's using swords and bows and stuff and then you have this one class they just run around just fucking start fly kicking motherfuckers <laughs> and it's just so like cool. what the hell is going on yeah like you do a raid and this panda is just like doing flips and shit it's just <laughs> like obese bear is just fucking people up with its feet and hands i'm like it was actually pretty badass to watch um but you're you're opening a fucking can of worms if you suggest that to the RuneScape community. Fuck oh me. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be really medieval, but it'd be cool. Mm, interesting. What was your uh, choice on the three skill pitches? Um, it was it went shamanism taming then sailing i, I was very anti-sailing mm. at first my mind has been changed since um with all their videos and stuff but i, I was I've, I've tried to remain somewhat if not biased at least um over on the fence i just level-headed about all the skills because at the end of the day 
people go, oh, yeah, we want shamanism. Shamanism would have been way better than sailing. At this point, it wouldn't because we know what sailing offers and shamanism, we don't know what that offers beyond that initial pitch. So, like, granted, it hasn't had the chance, but what if shamanism offered everything sailing offers, just you do it in the this, this spirit realm or whatever, then, like, would it be a problem? Would you even care? Like, I feel like a, a lot of the time it was just the hate that came from the name and came from the original meme back in the day obviously there's concerns about the way it's implemented to the game but um originally i, I was going to go shamanism because i liked the way that that first sounded and then taming i felt was also good because the the thing i have with sailing is that i still definitely feel now is that i think as content it sounds good and it looks great I just had my own concern for whether it being a skill was either too limiting or too out of character. Mm. Whereas if you, for example, like you go to the core in favor tab and you go view tasks or even just go to the combat tasks tab. Like what if sailing was just a, its own standalone concept, not a mini game, not a skill, but it was a, like in a log format where you could progress through sailing any way you wanted in any order. There was no need to have a min-max strategy to get to 99 the fastest, but instead you could tackle it in different ways and just, yeah, un unlock different content, whether it's content for the boat, content for sailing itself, content on other islands. Um, and just kind of, yeah, have, have, I feel like that would have had a, a more a, a bigger ceiling and been more accessible for people. But at the same time, you could do that with the skill Um just fine maxing it out at 99 so I, I don't really think it's going to be that bad um and we won't know till we see the beta but originally i was definitely like nah fuck sailing for sure yeah i was uh i was actually pro team taming initially until they actually yep. gave their pitch and then i was like this sounds hella boring because they they were so scared of implementing it into the game so it was just like kind of yeah. like a pocket pets adventure where you just go to like your training grounds with your pets and just like I think the coolest thing that intrigued me about it initially was just the idea of having almost like a Pokédex, like almost like a collection yeah. log for pets where you collect all these awesome pets and then you can like level them up. So you almost got like Inception RuneScape. You got like RuneScape inside RuneScape where you're leveling up your character, but then you can also level up these other characters in your character like yeah I thought, I thought and i understand kind of people were worried that it would devalue their current pets i i totally get that yeah i also it, feel like taming and shamanism almost offered the same content it was just whether you wanted to inform a pet or in form of going to the spirit realm and, and doing whatever the rituals there were like for example you could have a certain pet following you that buffed like if you had a blood veiled pet and that buffed the way your side charges worked what's the difference between that and then like applying a, a buff to your sang staff so that the blood charges work differently. Like, so it was just the way that it was implemented, which is cool, but it's also just something to keep in mind with skills that just because it has a name and a pitch doesn't mean it can't provide content that you want from another skill. Like they can always try to bring that in. I just thought if they, I mean, makes sense? I wasn't that, um against the name shamanism but it really just yeah. didn't roll off a tongue nicely That's in fair. people and it so was weird to hear yeah dude if they, if they would have just called it spirit like the new skill is called spirit and you mm. enter the spirit realm and you whatever the hell like that i'm pretty sure it literally would have passed if it was just renamed spirit or just anything yeah. just simple i think they they definitely the name was a bit um that's definitely just, something that didn't it didn't feel right the first time hearing it. it feels all right now i guess but 
at first it was like what the fuck is shamanism like, but they kept doubling <laughs> down on it too yeah. like we will watch the q a's and people were like why the hell is it called shamanism and they're like we talked for a long time about it and we agree that this is the best name it could possibly have. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. that's the best? Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit of a... Yeah. It's definitely I... it's one of the names of all time, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> the other concern was just gear getting like untradeable upgrades. So like, mm. base inevitably you would, you know, shamanism would come out and then... You would need like these four attachments from the spirit realm for this piece of armor and four from this. And like it just becomes such a convoluted mess. And you're basically trolling if you don't have like these four upgrades to this. And just it, I feel yeah, like it kind becomes... of just narrows down what content, like what, like you, you have the skill that offers all this content for your gear. And then it's like, well, if you're not using this buff, you're wasting your time. It's like, well, then what's the fucking point in all these other buffs? yeah yeah it's kind of tough okay um let's see red ribbon asks why are mullets the only hairstyle that aussie barbers can legally cut um i don't know how to answer that for most <laughs> people i mean i i'm not one personally but most people with mullets that i see are crackheads so um <laughs> I'm not sure it's a barber cutting them, to be honest. Yeah. Probably their unhinged wives or something. I don't know. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> that's fine. That's fair. I wouldn't know how to, how to either. Okay, Garrett says, this is, this is the one I've been waiting for. So he asks a couple questions. Should some okay. grinds be slow and painful to gatekeep max cape? No. I, I think gatekeeping is what gatekeeping mostly does is introduces a black market and a bad stigma and um, scams more than anything. It, it creates people that they get desperate. Like people with gatekeeping theater of blood. If you didn't have a, like, especially when the Inferno came out, you don't have an Inferno cape, you're not raiding. People can't do the Inferno. They go buy it. They then buy it. I mean, it still happens now. Even Tob's like the best example. You go to World 416 to find a top team and like you've got some guy with an inferno cape full torva 200 kc great looks good turns out that 200 kc he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing he gets into verzik your, your whole team's dead except you and then the guy with 200 kc and you don't make it to webs he starts running webs he runs webs the opposite direction gets caught blames his team for getting him caught and then dies and it's like what like this is all because of just gatekeeping and people feeling the need to pay to be accepted into content and like that's just one small example that actually did happen um to to a friend of mine i watched it happen on live and i was like this is just fucking too good but that's just all that's the more gatekeeping there is in my opinion the more people are willing to go through to either cheat lie um pay be taken advantage of or take advantage of other people because, oh, I bought my KC for top. I should now be entitled to be paid to teach you rather than teaching people for the sake of teaching raids. Like, people always feel like they either deserve to be owed something or there needs to be a fee in return for taking you through Theatre of Blood. Another clan, uh, there was a clan I was invited to recently um, just to inspect what they have to offer. And they do teaching at top. But if there's a purple, you get 50% of what your split would have been. 
And if you die, that 50% drops by 5% every time you die. And I'm like, but you finished the raid and got the purple. What, like, why does his split, why is his split worth less? Like, it doesn't change whether you're getting a cipher or a, a, a hill. Like, these are real things that clans do. And I, I just think that that is, you, you've got to be like out of your fucking mind to one, pay for that service. And two, to even think that you're like in a position to offer that because that just creates more idiots right and it's just it's just I, I think it's bad but then again like people are gonna do whatever they can to make money can't aren't they so yeah yeah no i uh i agree with half of it or uh yep. I at least i think um no just for his i think you're right but uh he he says should some grinds be slow and painful i don't think any grind should be painful i think it's okay mm. if some are slow like slower yeah, I think than it's others okay if they're slow I think the slower they are, the more they should be at least enjoyable or somewhat beneficial in another way. Yeah, no, exactly. The slowest skill should be like the most rewarding. Like that yeah. would make sense as long as, you know, they're engaging enough. But nothing nothing should be made painful for the sake of pain. Like no. when I think of painful grinds, I think of sulfur mining. I mean, what the Rose fuck down. is going on there? Ro- uh, to be honest, Rogue's Den's not even bad because now you can do it in like an I, hour. I went so dry at Rogue's Den. <laughs> they, didn't, they, didn't they literally up like update it to make they it did. so you just fully complete it in like an hour now? Like you don't get dupes well, they anymore. They have done that, but I oh, I don't think you get dupes yeah, yeah, anymore. Yeah, because you you choose what piece you want now. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's getting the fucking box. Like when I fail six, seven, eight in a row, I'm just like. <laughs> Like it's almost yeah, worth but, just doing Master Farms about it. <laughs> yeah, but um, imagine that grind was like on average like sixteen hours. Like that would be bad. Yeah, but it's yeah, I think it's average like two hours or something. Yeah, it's one of the faster kits to get in the game. Thankfully. Yeah, for for sure. Um, but the like the other painful things in my opinion are MTA. Now MTA is not like essential yeah. by any means, but like brother, what the fuck is going on there? Like it's just... even if they made it double points after hard, so you still had to get. The bones to peaches but then like do your hard diary then go for the master wand and the book and the or, like if you wanted to just to make it less cancerous the, the thing is is like fun. that doesn't make it less cancerous just like i mean okay speeding it up technically does make it less cancerous but like why not just just i, I don't know like for example the telekinetic grab room can we please update the spell like, why are you stalled in place until the thing comes back to you? Why can't you fucking yeah, move? Yeah, that's kind of shit. <laughs> like, allow <laughs> you to move, bad. allow you to have unlimited run energy in that room. Like, just, like, things like that that's just makes – make the statue dude move, like, double time. Like, I don't know. Just – Yeah, I wish I took advantage of – when coin pouches first came out, mm-hmm. you were able to take your coin pouch into the outer room, then open it and deposit the gold. <laughs> So people oh, still really? Holy yeah. shit. Holy yeah, I wish shit. I'd, I only found out about it when it got patched. I was like, fuck, man. If I knew that, I would have just like... Oh, my God. That, in my opinion, that's the worst room. People just steal uh, 28 pouches, go to Mage Training Arena, open them up, and then just like... You would max that room so fucking quick. Yeah, Alchemy Room is actually the worst room. It's, by, yeah, it's worse it's than like, Telekinetic. Yeah, people disagree with that, but they're wrong. Alchemy is the fucking worst, absolutely. It's so bad like you're you're sitting there and it's like um oh my god it's like it's like being in like the a really boring class in high school and just staring at the clock just like when the fuck is this over 
That's it. <laughs> yeah, it's so bad. Um, okay, semi-related. Is the accessibility of TOA a problem? And should RAIDs 4 have a similar invocation slash entry mode system? Um, that kind of tracks back to what I said about the, the Coliseum. I think... TOA was a success, right? Because of how accessible it is. Like, all you have to do is stream and just say, or oh, what raid do you want to see? Most people are going to say TOA because they are, it's relatable to the majority of the player base. They can do it. They can see it. It's also the newest, to be fair. But mm-hmm. I, I think it's just the fact that it was so accessible where Tob wasn't is why it's so much more popular than Tob. Granted, I think Tob's a better game. Uh, sorry, a better raid because I, I just... I think it's just way it's the design is so much better. It's more consistent. It's more fun. And I think that TOA it falls flat in a few places personally, but yeah, I, I think having the entry mode is important for a raid success. Does that harm the raid um, as a piece of end game content? I think it also does at the same time. So you have to find the balance. Does that mean raids four should have an entry mode? I don't know. It's hard to say because It, like, do you want it to be like Tob? Do you want it to be like TOA? Or do you want to try and be like Cox where it's you can just brute force it if you absolutely need to? I, I don't know. That's a tricky one. I don't think the invocation system is good. I think it sucks. Uh, mostly because I, I was under the impression that they were going to update it progressively so that it would change or at least increase the levels. But I don't think that's ever going to happen. So it kind of just feels like why not just have like i guess base settings it's cool that you can customize it but i just think you have a certain layout you're going to use and there's some you're never going to touch right so it's just more dead content so i i don't think an invocation system would i don't know i don't reckon they'll try it again i'd be surprised if they did for raids 4 but that's another thing i didn't like about them pitching skills um if you don't mind me going back to that for a second is like when they're like oh sailing we could have an underwater raid or taming could be a pet raid i feel like that's a that was a cheap way to pitch a skill. Like you shouldn't try to get people to vote for a skill based on the fact that there might be a raid someday for it. Like, yeah, it's, it's just a bit. Yeah, that's fair. Feels yeah, it's a bit, cheap. bit silly to try and yeah, absolutely. Like you could you could promise anything then at that point, and people are gonna change their mind completely on it. And I, I, yeah, I, I just think it's a bit weird. But yeah, I'm not sure they'll do invocations again, personally. But I think invocation. I said this on the Lake and Pug and Cast last week. Is like mm. invocation system would be great for more mid to high level content. Yeah. Like they're coming out with a new dungeon that's supposed to be like mid level dungeon. Like that would be a great place for invocations, where it's like something yeah. where it kind of engages everybody yeah, at a very low level up to a pretty high level if you wanted it to and it's kind of like this learning thing like like if toa had come out if if toa had come out and that it had more been like a mid-level piece of content that doesn't have like all the best in slot uniques like it still would have been massively successful and they could have even made it like more rewarding for the lower end of players just not have like all the best in slots like I, i don't know i feel like that would be a great system but for end game raids like raids four Lake, Pugan, and I all agreed, like, it would be cool if on release there's just regular mode and maybe challenge mode if they've already solved it and they've already, you know, made the decision, like, what what's challenge mode or not. But then 
three to six weeks later, then they release entry mode. So yeah, you have all the hype of a brand new raid came out. So only like these gamers can really do it. And it feels like Tob release again. But then very shortly after you have entry mode come out that now allows players that want to just really practice and get good at it and then start being able to do the real thing, have that entry mode. But I think I personally think invocation systems for end game raids is just not the move, even though I will say it's very accessible and it gets everyone involved. I just think like there needs to be some prestige when it comes to these end game raids. Yeah, I agree. I think uh, top entry mode came out way too late. Oh yeah. I think it could have come out. It could have came out four years late. Yeah absolutely um and like if you look at top there's no invocation system and some people are like why don't they add invocations to top it's like have you done that right like what do you want to what do you want to add to it do you want to make it easier and then add invocations to bring it to where it is because that that would just ruin the raid to be honest yep like, no it's so, so and like, it, it makes it, it it makes it so much easier just to have one difficulty and then a yeah. hard mode but something that lake uh or Pug and one of them had mentioned was like entry mode Tob would be a lot better if they didn't mess around with the mechanics at all, but it was simply the exact same fight. Just you're only taking like 20% of the damage. So yeah. you're actually practicing what's going to go yeah. on in the real you're thing. You're ignoring half the rooms. Like, exactly. Maiden is just like one spider with eight health and you're like, it's going to ignore that. <laughs> But, yeah, know, yeah. It's, so, it's a bit of a so joke. exactly, they need to make the raid like the same, but just make it so it's less punishing. That's what they really need to do for entry mode. Personally, like yeah. that, that would actually help you to learn. Yeah, because for a lot of people, and I bet you can remember this as well. Like everybody struggled on Verzik. Like when yep. you first went to Verzik, you're like, "What the hell am I doing? Like, how do I?" how do I do the back click thing? Like, head around the timing. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's your first time in the room. And if you don't really understand the time and nobody's told you or anything, like it's a mess. But if there was an entry mode, that's just, Oh, you're only taking five damage whenever you mess up. Like that yeah, would help so much more. Yeah. But I think having it on release makes it too easy for people to suss out the mechanics and then get the harder yes. content done straight away. So I think, yeah, having it, Having no entry mode on release will upset people because they're like, what about us learners and noobs? To be honest, that's kind of the point of the end game content. I think it's, yeah, it'd be it'd be better for a raid's release. It does also mean that people will be mad because only people that can do the raid then have access to these high-value uniques. But again, that's the point of the raid. So, yeah, I, I think uh, that I, I agree with that. That's what I kind of felt um, and I've kind of always felt about raids just as soon as Tob released entry mode i was like this is like like years too late this is ridiculous um and when it happened with toa i was kind of like on the edge because we did like yeah 150s pretty much straight away and you do 150s now and it's like piss easy it's like what the fuck is this <laughs> you do like, 300s like, and it feels piss oh, easy. Dude, uh, yeah I, I died in 300s if i like you know misclick a skull skip or something i just take full damage but oh yeah yeah that's true yeah um but yeah no my chat will argue that i die more than i should but um <laughs> but i mean yeah, i remember I, on release like 300s were like oh, oh my god yeah, you're you're like, insane oh god, 300 yeah and now it's like yeah 300s coward why are you doing 450s like yeah, fuck exactly. off <laughs> yeah that's all it is now it's just where's your fan kit and then you just accuse people of buying theirs and then it's just a, a stalemate <laughs> but um yeah i think that's the best way to go about it have an entry mode come out even if it's like yeah two, two, two or three weeks later 
because it it won't take long to solve content ever since the inferno like the inferno really did just open everyone's eyes um to what is possible and what people are capable of that let's be real if new content comes out the highest level players figure it out almost instantly the people that are like they they live and breathe end game content it will take less than a day for them to figure out the desert treasure 2 bosses it's not because they were poorly implemented or designed it's just like the the skill level of people is so good they know how the game works they know how the engine works they know they see something they can figure out what tick is it on can i tick eat it can i redemption flick it is it gonna you know can i pray against it like that's it really once they find out what the boss is weak to they've got the strategy down so it's going to be hard for them for jagex to really like push that boundary again but yeah i reckon they can do it they pull it off okay uh these are some interesting topics but uh i'll I'll let you take a jab at them chris shoals asks was australia a police state during covid I don't even know what that means. Probably not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Australian football or rugby? Uh, neither, to be honest. <laughs> Are they, aren't, what, what's Australian football? Uh, it's kind of like... Um, it, I mean, it's just a big... You could argue it's it, 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 the similar thing it has to American football is the, the ball is an oval shape, like an egg, but that's about it. It's... It's not like any other sport on the planet. It's I don't know. I don't follow it personally. I'm not really into it, but people get pretty hyped over over here. Okay. The, the, the field is a big oval, and you've got to kick a ball between the poles. But if someone catches it, then the game stops until they kick it again. And if someone catches it, then the game stops. But if they drop it, it keeps going. It's just like, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What is your first memory of playing RuneScape? Um, getting stuck in drain a manor and i couldn't get out because i didn't know that you had to go out the back door so doing ernest the chicken with no didn't know rune hq existed and i'm just like what are these levers downstairs and then the accounts so I've, I've still got i mean it probably wouldn't be now because they changed the earth up around but there's like two or three accounts back in the day that were definitely never logged back in again in that fucking basement for sure me and my brother would be sitting there like no nah, this is fucked and then one day we found out we can go out the back door and it was like a game changer i thought we like broke the game it was awesome Dude, I just, I I just loved how with just so many fucking just brain dead children are playing this game and have no idea what they're doing, and the Gower brothers don't give a fuck. It's like really easy to figure out. The fuck off, (laughs) dude. The haunted house. I mean, for real though. I remember, man. I remember sitting down in that cellar in Drainer Manor for. I mean, I'm not even kidding, like, eight hours, just one Saturday, just fucking clueless on the levers. I just could not figure it out. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah, I definitely reset the account. A couple, like, made a couple of new accounts reset. getting stuck in there. Yeah. Oh, my God. See, that place was actually, like, haunted, too, back then. Like, that yeah. Drainer Manor was terrifying when I was a kid. Yeah. Like, the trees that would attack you, I thought, like, they could one-shot you, potentially. So, I'd always, like... Mm. I don't know. I was scared of that place, man. Yeah. Keep your, keep your distance from the trees. They just fucking hit you. Yeah. See, that's back yeah. when that's back when RuneScape like was hella magical. I mean, yeah. 
you'd go around and you'd find something. I, I just remember like seeing like the magnet or what, or like whatever the thing is in that room that you can't open when you first enter Drainer Manor. Like there's like a... Yeah, where the skeleton's in there? Yeah, or like a poison yeah. or a magnet's in there or something. Yeah. Or like the tube is... Whatever the thing is called. I haven't done that quest yeah. in ages, but... I just remember thinking like, oh man, if I could get in there and if I could get that, I bet I, I bet that would sell for a fortune. And I remember yeah. like Varrock West Bank, like if I could somehow, like there's got to be a way to be able to enter this gate. Like there has to be a way. And I would yeah. just theorize in, you know, elementary school. I'm like fucking fourth or fifth grade, like just thinking like, how could I get a key to enter there? Like maybe I have to like talk to a banker and go through a certain dialogue to like make it so I can get the key. I just remember... Yeah, I was so obsessed with these little things that you just. <laughs> yeah, it was just like, I mean, for me, I think it took someone at school to be like, yeah, you know, you don't have to reset your account, right? You can just walk out the back door. And I was like, <laughs> nah. And then he showed me <laughs> that afternoon and he was like, yeah. And then, you know, took me to the, the fish poisoning the, the well and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. That's yeah. all I had to do. The whole this is time. back. This is back before we even knew what a Google search was, and there probably wasn't even any yeah. information online anyway. I mean, just what are you supposed yeah, to look for not. in two thousand three, two thousand four? Like, pfft. the thought of googling wasn't really there. It was just yeah, load up RuneScape and then spend three hours every night in this fucking building trying to get out of it. Dude, I remember sitting by Aubrey's magic shop in Verrock in the in the ghetto of Verrock and just killing. Mm -hmm thieves i would kill the level yep. 16 thief that was my training method i remember i remember getting to level 40 attack and seeing that i could equip rune and i remember buying a rune sword just a normal rune sword and i thought mm -hmm. i was a motherfucking badass yep i was a battle axe guy we would always rush every time i made a new account rush 30 attack get the addy battle axe and port serum and then we would game and <laughs> Turn, then like today that's like the most fucking retarded thing to do like why, why would you get a battle axe you fucking idiot back then it was like that's it we're gaming boys let's go oh my God. start dude. donking things dude i i remember um yeah there, there were some really good times uh, 2006 was really amazing though like this is back yeah. when you know, I had siblings, so we, we eventually fought over the computer so much that our parents yeah. limited our computer time to one hour. Mm -hmm. So my one hour, and my dad, like, installed a program on the computer that actually logged off after an hour. Oh, and the, the only way to, uh, listen, if there's a will, there's a way. So I think I've told this on a previous cast, but there was a way to make the program stop and how you did it was you just started clicking on every fucking desktop app possible as soon as you have one yep. minute left and it literally just froze the computer and it would free it would <laughs> freeze that whole like shutdown thing hell yeah and then after like you know 25 minutes of the computer finally cooling off then you close out of every program and then you have unlimited time so uh whenever Fuck my yeah. dad was out of town i'd fucking pull that shit but um Fuck it. dude house parties this is back when like house parties were like a big thing and yeah could... oh man like, i never I... had membership my dad used to play runescape and turn in this day and age man he's a motherfucking scammer holy shit he had like so he told me he'd get me membership if i got 99 crafting <laughs> holy so shit is... yeah i'm that motherfucker 
we we didn't realize how long that would take at the time but i am killing cows and then i'm banking them in our fridge and then i am tanning them and then i'm sitting there making hard leather bodies no. i'm looking at brune hq no. like i got three hundred thousand left to go i got to i, I want to say i got into the 70s before i was like nah fuck this but he would like he would have membership and so he, he'd like see me and my brother, brother playing it he's like oh what's this so we'd go to school and um he would fucking jump on we'd come home that day He's like level 40 attack, defense, and strength, just killing cows all day. I'm like, you, you just killed cows. He's like, yeah, spent eight hours killing cows. I'm like, nothing else. He's like, nuts. And he's just got all these stats, and like our minds were blown because he Holy. got how high his stats were. Because we'd just walk around and just like harass people in game. Yeah, yeah. Or like kill, like, yeah, just kill a few cows and then like rest, basically. Yeah, like, oh man, that it. was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And like he, he would get membership and then. The uh, the Ardone mine outside of it, like with the the iron and the yeah, yeah, coal, yeah. Out of the um, Legends Guild, he'd get us to mine that. And I'm pretty sure it was for every 1,000 coal we mined, he would give us, I want to say 200k gold or something mm. for our accounts because he had heaps of money. And then eventually it was like he'll buy membership if we mined like 5,000 coals. I can't remember how much, but it was like... <laughs> Yeah, that, that was a motherfucking scam today. Like, holy shit. I would, like, instead of playing my account, I would just sit there mining coal on his. Didn't think to... I think you couldn't technically multi-log back then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was just like... I would just spend that 200k on shit. Like, he finished a clue scroll, and instead of giving me money, he gave me a Zamorak plate skirt. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Got a Zamorak plate skirt. I went straight to the wilderness. I was like, I'm going to fight some motherfucker and laugh at them because they don't get my plate skirt. I The first time I saw someone with, with the plate skirt on... I I clicked him so fast, the, the skull above my head and everything, and I was typing like, "You don't get my skirt, fuck you, I win." And then it was another one of those moments where, as soon as I, as soon as I'm one hit, I'm like, "Oh fuck, I sculled, dead, lost the skirt instantly." He comes in twenty minutes later. Where's the plate skirt? Uh, I, look, uh, probably in the bank. Like he's just like, "You fucking lost it, didn't you?" I'm like, "Yeah." He's like, "You're a fucking idiot." Yeah, it was just. <laughs> like, oh my god. Dude. Yeah, I was just doing dumb shit, man. <laughs> Those are the fucking best days. I remember getting scammed out of a hundred k, a spinach roll, and a muddy key. And yeah. I, <laughs> some guy, some fucking jerk, you know, had had that little, little like West Verrock Bank scam going on. It was like buying spinach roll hundred k, and then another guy across the way is like selling spinach roll hundred k or fifty k yeah. or whatever. So yeah. I ended up buying a spinach roll for 100k, and I, I I thought it was worth like he said it was worth a mill, or like potentially, yeah. you know, if, if you could get a good buyer. So I would walk around this fucking bank, and people would be like, "Oh, bank sale 100k," and I'd put up a fucking spinach roll, <laughs> and then I'd have to like fucking convince the person that it's actually worth 100k because somebody else told me it was. Um, yeah, like, get the fuck out of here, dude. And then I got <laughs> scammed because somebody was like, uh, "Oh yeah, pl- we're playing a trust game." And, uh, of course, I follow this train up to Verrock Castle, and uh, we go up the staircase and everything, and there's, like, seven of us up there, and he's like, all right, guys, like, trade me your most valuable shit, and then you got to trust me, and then I'll trade you everything back and more. And uh, so, obviously, he had his friends in on it, and so he's, like, trading his friends. They're like, oh, my gosh, he's trustworthy, like, trusted. Yeah. And then I fucking yeah. put up my 100K, and then he's like, do you have any more? And I was like, yeah. And then and I put up my spinach roll and my muddy key. And th- I mean, this <laughs> took I'm just like a year to collect. Like 100K was just, 
I was grinding my ass off to get that. And I gave, I gave him it. And then he accepted the trade and he didn't just log out. He just ignored my ass for the next 15 minutes as I just begged. I was literally sobbing at the computer and I'm just fucking spamming the keyboard like, please, man, please. And of course, my computer time's running out. And so uh, my dad just like rips me off of the computer and I'm just in tears for the rest of the night. Yeah. Like, fuck me. Can we, just touch, can we touch on the fact that when he said... Do you have any more? You put up a spinach fucking roll and a muddy cane, <laughs> yeah. and that was it. As if that was fucking anything. He would have been like, uh, "The thing okay. is, is, like, the thing is, like, there, there was something to be said about you know, two thousand four, two thousand five, where like you." You really could just have any rare item and just say it's Absolutely. that price. And there's just, I mean, yeah. there's a market of 100,000 nine-year-olds that just will believe it. So yeah. it technically could be worth whatever you wanted. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. He would have just been like, this guy is a fucking donkey. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking spinach roll. <laughs> I, I remember like right after, like the, the next day I was so fucking mad that I went on the game and I just tried to start scamming people, but I had literally like no expertise in it whatsoever. Uh, I did the same. As soon as you get scammed, you're like, I've got a scam now because it works. And then you're just trying to scam people and you have no fucking luck. And you're like, how? Did everyone knows it now. It's too late. You're trying to jump on a trend that like, just, I know. <laughs> only I you mean, would fall for. Yeah. You got like a nine-year-old brain going. You're like, how do I scam somebody? You're trying to think, it's just, this is not working. So I just ended up yeah. just moving on. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. Still lives in our heads rent free though every day. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so what? What about uh, like a recent memory? Like what's been like your favorite recent old school memory? Um. Shit. I I want to say. I don't even know if anything big has happened on the hardcore like big enough to. Call it, I mean, my, my most recent memory that I've really enjoyed was literally three three days ago where I, I did a Deathless Cox on this hardcore. It's only 103 combat, no Dragon Warhammer or anything. I was quite proud of it. It's like oh, yeah. I was dragon skimming the melee hand and DDSing it and using the new scepter. That new scepter from Path of Glory is like a game changer for mid-level irons. It just like, if you can do Cox, it opens the door to so much more damage. Because then you can have Thoros now as well. Mm -hmm. um, but otherwise, I think just... Um, yeah, I, I, I mean... I think actually, like... Cause so my first Old School RuneScape account, I, I did bot. I, I got to 99... No. I got to 97 Hunter. And I was like... Fuck this. So I botted the rest of 99 because it was just too, too much. You grinded to 97, <laughs> legit. And then, you, oh my God. Yeah. And then I was like, it was doing red chains. I was like, dude, this is taking too long. I'm going to bot it. So I downloaded a bot, got to 99, and then I went and did agility and I botted Varrock Rooftop and then it got banned. And it was banned for like five years. They unbanned it the other the, like two years ago, last mm. year. Um, but since then, I've played 100% legitimately. Um, like I've never like bought or sold gold. Um, I've not like had to dabble. The only time I did like any staking was like if a viewer was like, "Oh, here's twenty mil if you want to stake for me," and I was like, "Okay, but I'm not putting my money in. And if you lose it, it's your your fault." Like yeah. purely just for content's sake. Um, so I've tried to be a, a pretty legit player um, for the most part, 
And I think just that in general, like being on that end of the the game, from what I can see, from what I see other people do, like I, I, I'm just quite proud of that in general. Just my overall, like yeah, the the way I, I handle the game and the way I go about it. I feel like I, I can do like any content in the game I want to. Like there's no, I I don't feel like I'm I'm locked uh, out of it behind like skill, uh, maybe just gear on certain accounts. But yeah, the gym team that we've got, the the main gym team is like fucking strong we've got like a really good fucking bank we're not ranked one of the high scores but we're probably like the if you were to have a if you were to have a choice of a game team you'd probably pick us just for the the gear and shit that we've got is like really fucking end game um which i don't think many game teams have that are still prestige at least like so we can't still raid or whatever with other players so we just do it all between us that's cool so i'm quite i'm quite proud of that account and that team um yeah, that's mostly it. I've also like picked up PKing really well this year. Like I've got several hundred wins in LMS over like six months or something, as oh, opposed yeah. to never being able to get one like last year. So yeah. Yeah, no, it's, uh, LMS is really cool because like most yep. people that start have fucking are clueless, like I was. Yeah. And then you get then you pick pretty it up, good. Then, yeah. Yeah. When you have a good fight with someone at the end, like it's annoying. The bots are great because it keeps the game moving, but it's annoying when it's only bots. Yeah. But when you have a good fight, when you're both geared at the end and it's like down to the last few bits of food, it's like... It's fun. Even if I lose, I'm not super mad. I'm like, damn, that's, that was a good fight. Yep, totally. It's it's so addicting too. I remember like a couple oh, years yeah. back, I I would stay up until 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. just running Elmas. I'm like, Jesus, yeah. I literally can't stop. I'm so addicted. I, I would get so mad though as well. Like I just would splash or I just would like have bad iron, like absolute shitters. People would just be venge and rag bolting and fucking me, and I'm and like I'm attacking them off prey and not hitting, and I would get so fucking mad. But like I would spend like send almost entire streams just LMSing, just because I couldn't get out of there. It's like an addiction. I had to stop. <laughs> I know it's a really uh, addictive. Yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, King Condor. Um, before we wrap things up, I want to ask you for mm. three shout outs from. Pretty much anybody in the community. So if there's anybody that you feel like deserves a little shout out, feel free. Um, I I will give a shout out to like Reb Montana personally. Like obviously with his his tweet that he made is mm-hmm. uh is is a good laugh. But he he is actually just like a, an overall big supporter and and uh, just just a, a great guy in the community alone. So yeah, big shout out to Rebel. Um, I'll give a shout out to yeah Jono as well. Just being. A, a fucking top bloke with his content and pull, pulling let's let's be honest most of the weight on the hardcore group team while i sit here fishing and cooking i'm sure he'll forgive me um when i start pulling some strings and then just a shout out in general to my community like everyone um that yeah just supports me sticks by me uh through even the most insanely dumb shit that i do and say but yeah just uh in general the people that come by, and even if they, I mean, even the haters, you know, you guys are just as good because I love it. If I have the opportunity to wind you up, I will do it. So yeah, cool, cool. Uh, yeah, this this was this was awesome, man. This is a treat. This is really fun. Yeah. Had had a few uh, good laughs. So I appreciate. Yeah, you. no, I, I really appreciate it. It was um, yeah. When when you messaged me, I was actually like really excited for it. So I'm glad we got to do it before I do this subathon too, because otherwise I would have been waiting. I could be waiting two days. Could be waiting two weeks. Who knows? But... Yeah, or two years. Who knows? It's oh, uncapped, fuck, right? Yeah. Can you That's imagine? It. Like it actually went on for a full year. Like you just no uh, fucking breaks, but you just I... actually made like six figures. Well, at least the the stream's coming to Christmas then. At least, <laughs> but, 
yeah fuck that <laughs> oh my god uh, no but uh yeah hope i'm um, i'm wishing you the best of luck on your subathon hopefully it goes well i'll, I'll pop in it. here and there yeah it sounds good man um but yeah thank you for uh your time tonight and for those listening down in the description of the video if you guys want to check out king condor's youtube uh do you want your twitch linked as well or are you just exclusively no nah, I, I won't go live on the twitch yeah there's no point all right guys uh thanks for listening thank you king condor once again this is awesome excellent Thanks. I appreciate it. All right, guys. If you want to support the podcast, there's also a Patreon link down in the description. You can also now support on YouTube directly. So if you want to join the membership, the prices are still the same on Patreon and YouTube. And uh, you get your name on the title screen. So thank you guys for listening. And there will be a cast this next week. And then I believe there's one more before TwitchCon. So there will be a bye week uh, toward the end of the month. But um, yeah. Anyway, thank you guys all for listening, and we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Manny's and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies.